We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Hello, spellcasters, sages, and spectators. I'm Ashley Johnson, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tap into our magical narrative by watching Critical Role as it airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can watch the video on demand right away, or you can catch it the following Monday on YouTube. As always, Critical Role will be available right here in podcast form on Thursdays, a week after the initial broadcast. And now, let's scry into the story and see what mysteries it holds for us, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy has voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are unfortunately down one Talos and Jaffe Knight. He's not feeling well, so hope to have him back next episode. We love you, Talos, wherever you are. Happy to have you back soon. Um, so I'll be doing something with that. But before we jump into tonight's episode, uh, we do have some announcements to get through, beginning with our first sponsor of the evening, Cash App. Sam. We're back on the Finger Championship Games, brought to you by Cash App. The easiest way to send, spend, and save money, the number one finance app in the App Store, and connect that to direct deposit and get paid two days early. That's money! So you're back to fight us. Yeah. yeah. No more tricks this time, McSam! Ooh. Let's settle this feud the way we real wrestlers do, by fingering each other in an 11-inch by 11-inch plastic ring. Yeah. Me versus high five and the finger blaster. <gasps> and who else? The thumb? Doesn't seem fair to you. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I still don't have like any special powers or anything. Come on, Thumb. We no. need you. I mean, you put me over this table. You all over there. Wait, okay, look. If we beat McSam, he promised to let us out of his eternal contract. And if I win, you three have to change your names to the Glove. That's the gorgeous ladies of Vince. Do you accept these terms? I'm. My name's Vince McSam. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Let's get digital! Okay. Here we go. Oh, what? What the? What are you? Are those feet? Do your fingers have feet? That's my superpower. The power to gross you out. Uh, Ready? Uh, and oh, God. Fight! Oh, God, what does your hand smell like cheese? Uh, no! Uh, oh, one, oh, two, it's three! Me. It's oh. over! Oh, 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 <laughs> I beheaded you! <laughs> You're next, high five! Get in here! Uh, no, you have bunions! I'm not gonna touch them! Get in here! Now, one! Oh, no! Two, 
three. You're done as well. Oh, you couldn't God. focus because of my grossness. Not so bad. What? What did you just say? There's still one member of Flow left. The thumb. <laughs> you don't even have a superpower. Uh, You're nothing. Uh, a stubby, inconsequential <laughs> wannabe. You're not even a real finger. What you don't understand, Vince McSam, that's what you don't understand! My whole career, people have told me I don't measure up. I'm too short, I'm too boring, I bend the wrong way. Well, I'm here to say that sometimes you have to thumb your nose at the haters. I'm the thumb, god damn it! And my superpower is. I don't give a shit. What? Oh. A, nice, a nice speech, but let's see you put your knuckle where your mouth is. Let's fight! Oh, my hair! Oh, my foot! You want to criticize me? How's this? Oh, oh shit, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm acting, I'm acting, I'm acting. It's okay. I'm gonna give you a little... I think you owe me something. You're right. With my broken bloody hand, I'm gonna use Cash App to send you your championship payment with ease. You? Plus interest, plus penalties, plus royalties, plus punitive damages, and sent. Oh, six dollars. Okay. When you sign up, use code CritRoll for fifteen dollars, and ten dollars will go to our very own Critical Role Foundation. Terms apply. That's the end, and that's money. Matt, back to you. <laughs> that was magnificent. Wow. Wow. But you don't understand. No, but you, you don't, don't understand. understand. <laughs> what you don't understand is that's what you don't understand. It was perfect. It was perfect. Character arc was incredible. Our second sponsor tonight is Battle Spirit Saga, the new competitive trading card game from Bandai coming spring of 2023. After 14 long years and over 60 booster sets in Japan, Ooh. Battle Spirits is finally reborn for competitive game players in North America, Europe, Latin America, and Oceania. Wow. Oceania. This world consists of six realms, flame, gloom, radiance, frost, forest, and water. Long ago, the realms were disparate lands in constant conflict. Then, 250 years ago, a hero named Kai appeared, ending the wars and unifying the realms into a single peaceful empire under his rule. However, as many histories have proven, peace never lasts. Law and order has grown, and the empire's authority has begun to wane, threatening an end to the era. <laughs> we have received one of every currently announced color to showcase here for the first time. Ooh. Matt will show all five cards on I'm screen. I'm showing you all the cards on screen. It's so cool. The foil is spooky with its slick, shiny, beautiful texture and design. These are all early run examples of the cards. And the best part is that you can win them all. Matt pauses for a second. And it's a big announcement! <laughs> Bondi is offering a $1 million worldwide organized Wait, play. What? Season starting in April, but. It begins with a special $350,000 launch event in March. Whoa. Are you ready for a revolutionary card game experience? Yes. Sorry. Check out <laughs> the full cinematic trailer now, live on the official Bondi Card Games YouTube channel. And if you're interested in playing, free demo decks will be available at participating local game stores starting in January. We gotta, we gotta start playing these cards. A million dollars? So make sure to head to bit.ly slash BSS crit to follow at BSS underscore TCG. Nice. You got it, one. And comment what you would do if you won on its pin tweet with hashtag oh BSSX Critical Role to be entered into a random drawing for one of the five card tests 
Brandings, don't miss out on this chance to win. Oh. <sighs> wow. That was That's a lot amazing. of coffee. Nice. learned a lot. Nice. Mercy? I got your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it almost like you reached too far in your nose. Well, a reminder for everyone that we'll be taking our end of the month break next week because Matt's gonna need it after that. <laughs> yeah. uh, as it's the last Thursday of the month, and also the end of the year. Oh man! Oh, last one of the year! Last one of the year. Uh, we'll return with Campaign 3, Episode 44, on January 5th, 2023! Oh, it's the future! Oh, Where, it's the future! How did that happen? Too fast. It really did oh, go man. very fast. Liam! Let's talk about comic books. In Critical <laughs> Role. <laughs> Critical Role, The Mighty Nine Origins, Ford Stone is available. It's so pretty. This motherfucking beautiful book was created by our very own Travis Willingham and Matthew Mercer in partnership with our friends at Dark Horse Comics. It was written by Chris Doc Wyatt and Kevin Burke with artist Selena Espiritu, love, uh, joined by colorist Diana Sousa and letterer Ariana Mayer. You can find your copy at your friendly local comic shops, it. and it's coming soon to bookstores. These are wow. books are so pretty. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, be on the lookout for the Mighty Nine Origins, not the Brave, coming next year. Oh shit! I got to write it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, and uh, Sam Travis wants to talk about the oh, thing. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Uh, in case you missed it, season two of the Legend of Vox Machina is coming to Prime Video on January twenty eighth. Yeah. And if for some reason you haven't watched the trailer yet, you fools, please go check it out. You can check it out during our break. It is yeah. the jam! Yeah! You fools. Fly, you fools indeed. I believe. Watch. <laughs> no, you can keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, and so were the announcements, it seems. Which I think leads us into tonight's episode and the last episode of the year of Critical Role. the top, two by two we fall. Will we meet our end or meet our destiny? Hold your breath and roll. How do you want to do this? It's Thursday night. All ye critters, come join us. It's time to continue our flight. There is magic and mystery. Who knows what will happen? He might. Share the same goal Adding more allies Taking more chances Hold your breath and roll It's Thursday night All ye critters come join us It's time to continue our flight There is magic and mystery From darkness our friendship will rise But one thing's for sure Never give up on the fight. Oh, get ready. It's Thursday 
welcome back. So, last we left off, Bell's Hells, after finishing their excursion to meet up with the Gorgine, to aid Chetney in dealing with this strange new tethered, ruidous, odd lycanthrop incursion, uh, took on elements of the bestial spirit that existed within the temple, went through the trial, and in doing so, walked away with a little bit of inspiration to move forward with this curse that he bears. All of you then absconded back to the skyship that awaited you and headed off to the City of Flowing Light, Eos itself. Upon arrival in the evening there in the Skyport and Lounge, uh, you... <laughs> and Casino. And Casino. You played some games of chance. You made some coin, you lost some coin, you uh, gathered a little bit of information about the surroundings and essentially prepared yourselves for the following day. You booked a room for the night and met an individual uh, named Landon, who is eager to show you around the, the city for a bit, for a little bit of coin. Uh, and met you first thing in the morning as you made your way to the bottom part of the tower and then began your first day out amongst the city here in the middle of the lake. Wandering around, you got a, some tidbits of a history lesson on the town. You managed to eyeball a few interesting locations uh, as you headed towards the northern Ward of the city, the, the ring that contained your destination for the morning, the uh, Edenlin Seminary. While you uh, walked through the wide, well-groomed streets, Edenlin, Elian. Edenlin. 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 Yes. Edenlin. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you eventually found amongst the statues of various historical figures who founded and maintained the city of Eos since its first construction uh, to the grounds of the seminary itself. The high walls and gardened elements, the freestanding archways, and the visage of the massive buildings that form the actual seminary halls. Upon approaching the tall climbing stairs and leaving your uh, companion Landon behind to possibly go about his business and maybe come back around if you need more help wandering through the city. You begin to ascend the stairs before FCG heard a familiar sound. Oh no. And saw a familiar sight. He's found me. I don't know how, but he's found me. <laughs> Just as you look up and see this kind of gnarled looking bird-like creature with a long, nasty looking hooked bill, clouded eyes, patches of missing feathers, these long, oily wings that themselves are turned in awkward directions and patterns and ways as it screeches down from the top before it dives off top of the building towards you, FCG. Uh, and with that. What? And with that. Jump out of the way, FCG! Does a 22 hit you? Yes! Good gravy! <laughs> you watch, yes, as a massive payload of greenish, somewhat yellowed liquid scatters across the top of FCG's Whoa. head and shoulders, kind of smattering with a, a faint bit of a misty blowback to those in the immediate vicinity. But explosively as the bird picks up to circle back around, you all kind of glance back and see just the slow drizzle down oh. the face of your metallic companion. Damage? You take one point of poison damage. <laughs> I'm resistant to poison. You take one point of poison damage, <laughs> and I need you to make a, a constitution saving throw, please. A constitution saving throw? Yes. No. Mood board. 
It's real good. 21. 21. You're fine. Okay. It's arcing around. What are you all doing? <laughs> what, what, is, what, what is this bird? It's, yeah! it's a specter of, of my nightmares. It, it follows me. It haunts me. It knows what I've done. Oh, God. So I'm going to fling no. my, my, my dress over you. You have a dress? I thought you were naked all the time. Um, <laughs> she's got a That's how I've always <laughs> pictured her. Have you seen her art? I figured, I, I am picturing She's got a deer. Very pretty. Yeah. Oh, you've got you've got clothes. I'm gonna put my fabric. I'm gonna okay. put some fabric over you. So you go ahead and wrap around as it swoops down. Of course, should we be? It's right coming now? into a dive. Oh, Anybody God. else reacting to this? I'm gonna uh, yes. I'm. Can I cast a spell? Yeah. What do you want? I'm gonna use the sorcery point to um, double my distance to do a distance spell. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna cast inflict wounds when it gets within range. Okay. Good. Yeah. Kill it! I'm, I'm gonna, uh, Orm's gonna push Fern NFCG back and use bait and switch to get in front of them, and you get an additional letters, two points to your AC. Nice. Okay, I'll take it. As it for a moment, for the next attack, I guess. As it, as it comes close, I'll use speak with small beasts to communicate a simple yes. idea with smaller, smaller beasts. Oh, Why are you shitting on our friends? <laughs> Okay, so you shout that out while you are just shielding, I guess, Fern's nether regions and the yeah. robot underneath. You got it. As you go ahead and using distance spell. Yeah. We give it a thirty-foot range. Does yes. it kind of just arcs down? Go ahead and roll for an attack against it. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh. Go ahead and roll damage. Dang. <laughs> 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 Inflict a wound. I only did it at first level, so. Um, 3d10. 3d10. It looks like a bird. Everyone is, is getting, is pulling out all their, their big guns the here. I don't. He didn't say oh. bird, he said bird like creature. Oh, it was the okay. worst roll I've ever rolled. Well, no, that's a lie. But it's four points of damage. Oh, on a 3d10? Yes. Wow. Two ones and a two. Four points of damage. <laughs> it screeches okay, down as it you spin around and then concentrate this kind of somewhat ethereal burst of darkened. Purple energy bursts out towards it as it strikes it. You watch as the energy kind of tears across its wings. Feathers go scattering off of it as it kind of manages to lose its cohesion of a flight for just a moment. Um, but it begins to swoop down right towards the direction of where you and Fern are guarding, and you shout out this phrase. It seems focused and not paying attention at the moment. Motherfucker. Um, you guys doing anything? I just. Am I? Can, I can't do anything else again. That was that was your turn. Yes. Now it's these two here who are. Yes. You're, you're protecting him, so it's going to go ahead. Yes. Uh, I'm going to wait till it's as close as possible, and I'm going to use grasping vines on it. Okay. Ooh, you could do that. Have you done that? Because of seedling the wayward pilgrim. Ooh, my God blessed blade. Oh, <laughs> All right. So what's its DC? Dexterity uh, saving throw. That or? is, as I look, uh, the DC is 14. 14. <laughs> It did roll a national 19. Oh. So as you like swing the sword and the tethered long reaching vine kind of whips out in its direction, it dips right below it and curls up around as its wings are pulling up and it's rearing its rear end for another attack. Um, as you release this, Fern, what's your? Fern, it's going to get you, it's going to get you! What's my move? Is it, did you, or what's my what, what are you doing? I am going to. Don't let it mark you! What's what do you mean? What mark me with what? With more context. It's mine. If it marks you, it'll haunt you forever. It's just a bird. 
that's what you think, but it's more than that. All right. <laughs> All right. It's every. Where the fuck is it? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Ice knife. Ice knife. Okay. Yeah. What, ice bath? Ice, ice bath. I, I, yeah, ice bath. Ice bath. <laughs> just to cool it down a little bit. 16. 16 hits. Okay. Aim nope. for that third eye. No, that's a five. Wait, what? 13. Oh. 13. Okay. You launch out the ice knife as it ends up diving up uh, underneath Orem's vine and is swinging in your direction. It freezes in the middle of the air and just drops before hitting the ground, oh. ice it in case it shatters and just its body limply down the stairs until it stops just past your ankle and just is limp, lifeless it's on the dead. step it's next dead. to you. I just killed it. I don't think it is. <laughs> you gonna go kill it? I'm just gonna make sure it's finished. A pounce on the beast, chisel out. Do you want to? Do you want out? Is it all right? I think it's dead. That's impossible. Okay, I'll lift up the skirt and sort of peek around. It is thoroughly broken. Jagged shards of ice are quickly melting from within the wounds that it has pierced its body with. Oh. Um, its cloudy eyes are kind of half rolled back, and its body is still across the steps, about five, ten feet down from where Fern is. With ch- hair. Yeah, like standing over with the chisel at the ready. Oh. Is it is it lifeless or just sort of almost semi semi conscious? It's not moving. Okay, I'll go over and I'll cast speak with animals and say, "Are are you all alive? Are you okay? Do do you are you alive?" Nothing. It's nothing. I have to know what. You gotta wake it up. All right. Slap it. I'll first. I'll just. Cast, oh, are we going to inflict torture? Are you going to heal it and kill it? and spare the dying real quick. Okay. To stabilize it. Mm-hmm. So now it can't die, right? Or is it already dead? I don't know what this thing Try is. Try to heal it. Jenny's got a chisel right over it. Heal it? It could haunt me forever. <laughs> one of the wings like snaps back into place. <gasps> and one of its talons kind of picks up and its head kind of like... You see? You see? You see? It looks over towards you with this larger, like, bulging, cloudy eye, and it starts to, like, try and pull back from you, Chetney. Can I use, uh, uh, can I sense Fae Fiend or Undead just to see if this is an actual, like, uh, bird of some kind or something else? Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, there is definitely sort of an an, an undead signature. Looking at the way it moves, the way it's shifting, there there is an undead energy to it. This is not a normal beast. I know. It's not a normal normal avian species. It's undead. How do you know this undead bird? It's been it's been following me for my entire existence. Hold it down. Hold it down. Oh, dang, I got it. Oh no. It tries to it tries to take off. You're gonna go ahead and try and hold, hold it. On its neck. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to cast command on it. Okay, so you go ahead and uh, well, while you're casting command, yeah. both of them are going to try and, and hold us. I need both of you guys to make uh, either separate athletics checks or one of you with advantage. It's going to attempt to try and slip out. I think you should do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, 22. 
22. You definitely maintain a hold on it. It's like, it's trying to like fly its way out. You just grab its legs, pull it back down, and kind of wrestle and hold it. And it's, it's definitely has kind of a, a slickness to its body, like a slight residue that's kind of like greasy and, and smearing onto your body as you hold it. Um, as you go ahead and like kind of try and help best you can to kind of grab the edge of the wings, you're casting command on it. I can't command it unless it can understand me. I'm gonna reach up and kind of cover its eyes. Right. No one need to like, oh, put no. a blanket over it's a canary cage. I'll just try and like. It doesn't work. Double uh-uh. cap. Make it go to sleep. Why? It dies. Does it have a long like buzzard's neck, or is it like it's okay? It's an it's an it's an awkward creature. Okay. Okay. Just try and talk to it. Maybe it's just misunderstood. Find out what is happening. What's wrong? All right. I will still still with speak with animals. Cast. I will. Say, well, what do you want with me? Who are you? Who sent you? What do you know about me? As his like his eyes are being held by Chetney from behind, and kind of, and you hear kind of through the the filter of of arcane information coming to your ears, the uh, the voice kind of crackles through this horrible guttural, almost like smoking cigarettes every day for thirty years, kind of. I don't know, there's just something about you I have to ruin. <laughs> what? You, do you do you know my past? Do, do you know, are you? I know everything about you. Are you? No, I don't know anything, I just, <laughs> I just don't like the way you look. What, you're not penance for my? Sure, whatever you want me to be. You're just a good talker. Oh, how can I get you to leave me alone? You can't. If I'm here forever, I'm making myself everyone else's problem. What are we doing, FCG? Oh god, did you just break the chair? No, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my femur. (laughs) I don't know if it can be killed. But let's try. What? What did it say? I don't. You sure you got it, right? It's gonna try and break free again. Mm. Making that so I hold, Help holding it. I'm holding on to Chetney. Holding something down the other way. I'm not gonna do anything. Well, you can stab it on. Well, it's not enough. Got that in a rope. As you're saying this, it muscles its way out of Chetney's grasp and. Begins to take up into the ah, sky. Again, again. Fourteen again. DC. Fourteen DC. That is a uh, natural nineteen. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah. It's unstoppable. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I pull out Pate. Pate. Oh, you just want to hear this conversation? <laughs> you just, yeah, I really do. Get ready, man. Pate. Yeah, yeah. What you looking for? We're dealing with a bird who kind of seems like he's a little bit like us. Honestly, he's like kind of cute. Like, oh, really? Like, oh, this friend is right. I'm Anyway, he keeps bothering FCG. So maybe why don't you go talk to him? Okay. You chuck it up. The bird's like, without taking up, and you watch his pate. Loops for a second and then picks up its own wing speed. What's the fly speed of Pate? Uh, you know, I feel like it's pretty. It's pretty good. Forty feet. Forty feet. A little too slow, unfortunately. Should have had him fly a little faster. But you do watch as he's like, "Hey, you! Hey, come on back! We're just supposed to be friends. Don't shit on us!" <laughs> and the bird is kind of like, 
begins to take off. Pate just keeps following. Is he not circling around? He's just flying away? Looks like he's flying away at the moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, but, but, but Pate is on him. We can follow him. We can track him. For how long? Can Pate fly forever? Oh, shit, I should have. <laughs> I should have hit him. I could hex him real quick. Hang on, how far is how far away is he? How far away is he? By now, we'll say at this point, uh, 60, 120 feet. Because he, he did a double move. Well, he did break free. Yeah. It was an action to break free, and it was 60 Heck. foot moves, so 60, 60, 60 feet. 60 feet? Yeah, because it's Hex. Okay. Hex, yeah. Hex, yeah. And that just happens, right? There's no, no saving throw on that, from recall. Correct. All right, so, Roddy's sister's flying away. <laughs> Pate, you know, behind it. Wait! I want a buddy! And, uh, <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm, for clarity, I'm casting it at my, my one third level slot. Okay. So now it lasts for. So I can track him for eight hours. <laughs> this is our day now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on yes. the steps of the We're ready. seminary. Turn around. Bell's Hill's duck hunt. <laughs> 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 there it is. <laughs> I have two um, third level spots. All right. So. You watch as elements of the nearby shadow of the rising towers of the seminary as it begins to like try and fly off in this off kilter, partially broken and slowly mending pattern to its wings. The shadows like <laughs> stick to it, almost like it, they're firing ink from the far corners where the light isn't quite reaching. And as it sticks to the bird, the hex takes form, and you sense within your consciousness, Laudna, you can just feel where it is. No matter where it goes, as it leaves your visual range, and the bird flies off, a little sign of little pate, this like n- nightmarish fairy-like creature, and <laughs> just kind of keeping off there, going, "Why?" <laughs> you said as it was leaving, its wings were like repairing themselves to a degree. Yeah, great. So it can heal itself. Yeah, it's. Did not... it say why it was undead? What happened to it? I I believe. What happened to it? I didn't get into like an origin story. Well, why didn't you ask it? It was only down here for six seconds. Well, why don't you tell us what you know? You just said that that thing was following you for your whole existence. Your new existence or your existence? Oh, as long as I've been around, I've known it. And it's known me. And it's been, it's been following me. It's not always there, but it always seems to find me again, wherever I go, no matter what I'm doing. And it, it desecrates me. <laughs> it shits on you. It shits on my head. Yeah. I want to know. At first, press the digitation. What's going on? At first, at first I thought it was just a pesky bird that thought my head wires were some sort of a nest. Mm. And later, I, I thought that it was just some sort of a, a prank or something that my my former adventuring party was playing on me. But now I realize that I think it's like an albatross. Like it's my it's my guilt for things I've done in the past. And that, it's haunting me. It kind of looked like it could actually be an albatross it, as well. Or like an albatross albatross. Yeah. Like it knows what I've done. I don't even know what I've done, but it knows what I've done. So what does it look like? Like a, a eagle, vulture, buzzard, He's condor? Yes. Okay. He's at art this whole time. Yeah. Yes. It, 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 it. Fucked up bird of prey? Yeah. Okay. It, nope. it, let me see, oh. let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 
like a stupid vulture. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. It looks like it. It was probably more of a scavenger bird than like a bird of prey. Okay. Um, at least at some point, <laughs> but it has seen some some rough times, uh, and in doing so, it, it's hard to really specifically pinpoint what it is. Did you do something to this bird? Are you made of bird parts? No, I Did don't... you steal its lover? Yeah, where were you the first time that Boy. you saw this thing? Did you disturb it or no. its home? No, the first few times I saw it, it was just sort of perched up on, you know, a, an eave or an overhang. Where? Just, uh, where... In Drasar? Yes, in Drasar, and then, you know, as we, as we, me and the division used to go on, you know, adventures and stuff, and we would go out of town sometimes, and. I would sometimes see what I thought it, w it was, like its silhouette up in the trees of the forest or amid the rocks if we were going through caves. And it was, all, it was always just sort of there watching. And then it got bolder and bolder and started swooping down and... This is great. Shitting on my head. I know, I know exactly what to do. We steal from modern architecture right here. We're going to put spikes all over the top of your head <laughs> so it'll either ward him off or if he lands, he just becomes horribly impaled. Although <laughs> if he shits on the spiky it, head, then it's, it's going to be really hard to and clean. Think how aggressive you'll look with that new do. That, that is kind of you, you should also carve a, like a wooden owl and we could put it on top of mm. Letter's head. Oh my god, that's way Oh my god, Ashton. Ashton's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, no. and Ashton is gone. Oh! Wait, but really though, where are we? The bird didn't carry off Ashton, did it? That would we be see it carry off right? Ashton? No, it's not big enough to carry off Ashton. Anything's possible in this I know, I know, world. I know, I know. <laughs> Wait, we were having breakfast, we came out. He was with us. us. And he bolted during the bird attack? I don't blame him. Has he seen the bird before? I think they, no. Hmm. Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't think I was ever, maybe I was with Ashton once when this happened, but I, I certainly didn't make a big deal of it. I've been embarrassed about it for so many years, but now I, f I just feel like it's a sign. That's all I know. I don't know what. Like a bad omen? Yes. Do bad things happen whenever he shows up, aside from shitting on your head? Aside from that, no. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> what if What if you accept it and sort of make a space for him, accept the nest on your head? What? <laughs> you know, like, like if he's been thinking that your wires were a nest, maybe you just like set up a little bed for him and be like, Let's be friends. I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't know if that he'll want to, but I guess I could try to accept, accept the darkness. I mean, yes. he doesn't seem nice. Accepting the darkness is kind of fun. It's not that bad, as people say. I would. As she Pate returns. Her gingerbread mug. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you blow your nose? No, no, it's not used. Pat Day slowly returns oh. from the end of the mission. Did you talk to him? I couldn't quite catch up. I'm really sorry. Oh, it's too fast. Right. But look like a nice fellow. A lot dying out. So I'm all right. Do you think? Well, 
he could be maybe like a new roommate in your in your little house that Chutney made with us, and maybe you could like be a big happy family. I don't know if there's enough room in that house, but we can certainly draw. All right. Should we message Ashton? Figure out oh, yeah, yeah, where they yeah, went? Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, do I see them in the crowd anywhere if I scan the area? Make perception check. A natural one, shall we roll? I'm not Sam. That is <laughs> a uh, 20. A 20. You don't see them in the nearby crowd. Um, in the midst of either the arrival at the. Because you remember them following along with you guys as you arrived here in the ring and you were walking through the city. Chaos. Um, Chaos. <laughs> I'm with you. What is happening? I laughed at her bonking her head and I bonked my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. The last 10 seconds, it's fucking Keystone Cop City. <laughs> she bent over and smashed her forehead into the table. He laughed at her and cracked his teeth on his binder. This, this year needs to end. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna make it! Holy We're shit! We're not gonna make it! <laughs> no! We're not gonna make it! Oh my oh goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, Matthew, sorry. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Oh, yeah. uh, that was your yeah, forehead, not your nose, That was right? my forehead. You don't see them anymore in the time? Okay, they're not there. No. Okay. We don't know where they went. Alright. I will, um, I'll just... Do you, but you have... You have a way to send a message to somebody closer. I, I, he, yes, with just the the message spell that I from you. I could, yes, yes. <clears throat> oh wait, right? Do I have to see her? Yeah, yeah, you have you have the cantrip <laughs> version, right? I have the cantrip. I have the basic ass version. And that's a, within a hundred feet, hundred twenty feet? feet, and you have to know yeah. the direction they're in. Oh, yeah. Okay, then I'll send a an actual sending. Okay. Uh, Ashton. Um, where, where'd you go? Hey, uh, don't worry about it. Following a, following a thing. I'll catch up with you later. Oh God, that's so that makes me so mad. <laughs> How was his request? <laughs> I like it. He's following a thing. He'll catch up with us. Okay. Maybe he's following shit hit. Maybe, but I don't want him to be alone with Bad things could. He didn't seem to. They didn't seem to. Um, be concerned. Yeah. Seems like you warded off the creature. Nicely done. I did. I didn't. I didn't ward it off. No, you didn't do Y'all, shit. You kind of panicked. Of course, I panicked. I would say that that you're overacting, but that that bird tracked us across the continent. Yeah, yeah that's to come after you. Was he here? Does he just? That's or did he follow you? That's what I'm saying. It's like it, it knows it knows me and and knows my existence and knows where I am at all times. Didn't you see him in Basarus? Or you were afraid he was in Basarus? Was that where you when last we, saw him? When we were in Basarus, I, I Chetney and I yeah. heard and saw something that I thought was him. Right, and I know this because you casually told it to us. Between games. Yep. Yeah, yep. of course I did. Yes. I tell That's you guys everything. It is strange that he was slightly undead, <laughs> seemed to be made up of all sorts of different things, and then tracks you. Yes, it is weird. What if he's a, a part of you? I don't even know how that even makes sense. What does that mean? I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm made of his parts, or he's made or of like our parts? Yeah, like sent like, it to follow you. Yeah. Did he seem to know why he was following you? 
He did not. He just said what? He's, he's, he kind of was blasé about it. I said, why are you following me? And he said, I don't know. And then I said, are you, uh, are you haunting me because of my past? And he said, if that's what you want me to be, or something like that. He seems sort of passive aggressive. Is that, is that what he said? I don't, is that ish? Ish. Well, maybe we need to get to the bottom of of what his goal is with you. He's kind of douche about it, actually. (laughs) Yeah? Like, maybe we need to figure out what he wants with you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And figure out why he's undead, why he's living. Well, we're also, we're in Eos, where we have been told, I have been told that there's lots of answers about lots of things your mother, probably more important than this. And uh, and all sorts of us have it's answers It's just my mother, here. you've got a bird that poops on you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, you know, if there's time while we're here, I would love to find out more about myself if, if we can. Because yes. they have folks here, it's, uh, didn't Imahara Joe say they have folks here that could maybe pop me open and yeah. fish around and stuff? People that have, have knowledge of of ancient tech. Maybe they'll pop me open and find like a an egg in there. And that oh, bird wants you know, his like baby back baby. or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would <laughs> baby back Maybe he also has voices in his head controlling him, like the way I have had Delilah in mine. <gasps> Maybe Delilah is in him now. Oh <gasps> my gods. It's no. just a theory. It's just one. Delilah thing. doesn't talk to you anymore. She hasn't yet. That's good. Yes. Is it lonely in there? No, I have all of you. That's nice. And yeah. Pate. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's keep going. Yes. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, it's okay. I think I figured out. I have, uh, I have plans. For what? Do you have some thoughts? I have thoughts. About what? <laughs> About my bird? I'm, I'm going to devise something to ward off this bird. Yeah, don't you worry. All right, some sort of a trap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we're at we're, we're at the seminary. At Seminary, right? Mm-hmm. How do we get in? We have papers. Well, I have a letter of introduction uh, from mm-hmm. Roe Istani from the uh, Hartmore Hamlet, and we're supposed to find Ebenold Kai here. These are all amazing names. Mm. And possibly Professor Khadijah Small as well, yeah. if yes, if they're here. Um, sorry, just because it's been uh, a second. We're on the steps of the. Can you describe the? You are. You are on the steps. Of the, there is the, this large set of like blanched marble steps that lead up to the main uh, multi-doored entryway to the central hall of the seminary, and it's kind of, the, they, they slowly kind of pinch towards the top, and that's where they have these massive darkwood doors, brass and gold inlay and edges. Um, you can see there are uh, sentries outside kind of keeping guard, and as you guys are standing out here, and even during the fray, there were a few students that were kind of like keeping distance and just kind of slowly walking around you as they continued on to the rest of their day amongst the, uh, the grounds of the seminary. But yeah, it's maybe another like 20, 25 feet or so to ascend to the main entryway. All right, well, let's stop procrastinating and get to it. Uh, Orm will start up. Okay. I'll follow, too. Alrighty. So the six of you ascend to the top, where you can see the sentries kind of acknowledge your arrival, but aren't you know, particularly 
taken aback by it. And you get the sense, you know, uh, most of the student body here seems to be uh, from at least people you've walked by and encountered from all over Exandria, though there is still a you know majority uh, orc populace here within the city, orc or half-orc or uh, unia. But you see many different ages, mostly in kind of the, the young, uh, you know, late teens to mid-twenties, but then there are some older students as well that maybe had come in here for their own supplementary studies later in life. Um, and it's just about two dozen or so that you've come across around here. It definitely kind of has a multicultural, uh, gathered sense to the student body. Um, entering through the front doorway, uh, you can see with inside already there's the tall ceiling of the continued white marble aesthetic. You can see there's strange embossed symbols and mathematical schematics or map details without label. That just, you're uncertain if they're just decor or if they have a particular utility or not. But as you walk inside, is bright and you know, comparably colorless as it might seem, the details in these various designs are beautiful and kind of give a unique sense to the interior. Um, there are some floor set uh, like dark iron braziers that are kind of just slowly crackle and burn with flame, uh, but there's no heat in the proximity of them. And the, the metallic braziers that carry them are almost sculpted in these, these whirlwind-like swirls, but they're uh, perfectly sculptured to be balanced until they eventually come up into multiple kind of curves, almost like a flame tornado of darkness that gives birth to its own kind of crackling embered flame within. There's about seven of them scattered around the interior here, and you just, amongst the little bits of whispers of conversation, just that occasional <laughs> that crackle of fire sound kind of echoing throughout the hall. You can see there are three different hallways that spread past the central clerk desks that you see here. There's right across from where you are this like uh, kind of arched doorway that comes to a point, and beyond that you can see a very long hall where you can kind of barely see the shadow of figures walking through that space. But here in the center you do see um, these two rectangular disks that command the entryway hall, um, each manned by a clerk. And uh, the first one you see here, who's not currently engaged, appears to be a young human woman in her 40s or so, uh, pale with like a short blonde bob cut almost. Um, and a, a pin that looks like a green-blue leaf, which is the same kind of symbol that you've uh, seen variations of around the seminary as a uh, kind of a crest of its aesthetic. But immediately she perks up and glances over the rest of you. Oh, hello, welcome. Can I help you? Oh, um, yeah, excuse me. We're, um, we're looking for uh, Ebenold Kai. Uh, what is your business with Ebenold? Um, we're friends of a friend. Um. Ah. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, he's uh, canceled his classes um, a couple of months ago and hasn't been seen in the seminary for some time. Mm. I believe he's either been on holiday or he's restructuring his curriculum, I believe is the going. Assumption. I uh, do know that the headmaster is rather unhappy with his recent disrespect for the seminary's calendar and likely threatening a replacement if he doesn't show up soon. So y'all haven't heard from him at all? No, he's likely holed up in his home or off on some excursion. Do you know where he lives? Uh, he does live, if I recall, uh, in the vigil quarter of the Dominion Ring. Not sure where specifically, but... Um, He's always knocking door to door. 
<laughs> He's knocked. Oh, right. And what's your name again, ma'am? Oh, uh, Carol. Carol. Do um, do we maybe want to ask about our professor? Sure. Um, is is Professor Kadisha Sumal still working here? Oh yes, um, uh, Professor Sumal. Uh, it's not scheduled for lectures uh, at the moment. Uh, it's been more focused on research. Uh, I believe they are uh, supposed to be back tomorrow for a meeting around noon, so you could always try back right before that and see if you could catch them. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, of course, of course. Are you looking to enroll? Uh, currently, um, n no. Ah, understood. Do you need um, a new professor to fill Evanold's position? If if you have credentials you'd like to submit, I can certainly take them to the headmaster. There is okay. a, uh, what are the, what it, what are all the full credentials that you need? Because I just want to make sure. Well, it, it would be more of a, uh, an assessment of what your background is, your years of teaching to lead your specifics oh, yes, yes, yes. of training and study. Um, examples of published research papers, preferably. Uh, we are quite a, uh, an established uh, school of learning here, so we want to make sure that you have uh, a certain level of, of respect uh, within the community. Um, we, we pride ourselves on the quality of our instructors. Um, so, yes, anything that you feel would be best representative of your uh, studies, interests, and capabilities. What's your speciality for my day? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boy, you name it. Just, just, I'm kind of just like a, a jack of all trades, kind of whatever you need, just fit right in. Mostly, um, lots of stuff with like, fire. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> But there's lots of things I can do. I've learned really quickly, but I also, I'm, I'm very, um, I've written some things, I've written some um, papers and pamphlets, and um, I'll make sure to just put together like a whole thing uh -huh. for you later. Yes, please do. I would love to see it. Okay. So I'm sorry, what time did you say Professor Samal was scheduled to be? Uh, it's noon tomorrow. Okay. <clears throat> what's, do we even know what those guys do? Like, what's their specialty? Uh, Professor Sumal was doing um, research on Rudis. Mm. You're the first to pick up on this one. The conversations, the whispers in the halls, the kind of just general, kind of gentle, lively energy of the halls here seems to fade. Mm. An odd stillness and a can only be described as a presence. Kind of creeps into the back of your shoulders. You feel your body kind of tense, and everyone kind of stops and steps aside as you hear these soft but deliberate footfalls. Kind of Stepping from the far left hall, you see a hulking figure step into the main area here in the seminary entryway. You see what looks to be this, this being vaguely human, uh, somewhat messy red hair and pale skin. Uh, they're wearing an elaborate, loose, sleeveless vestments that drape around them, like long robes with strips of 
kind of gold embossed material, uh, sleeveless, revealing these massive hammer-like muscular arms that are covered in intricate tattoos and adorned in platinum bracers that have all manner of glyphs carved across them that devour about half of the forearm. Uh, Their face is covered in a bronze mask, like a dark bronze that lacks eyes or features. Instead, you see a patterned array of fine script and symbols across it. It just kind of steps into the room. As it does, both the clerks just get quiet and stand there, kind of not making eye contact in that direction. What's everyone's demeanor in the room? Is it just like composed respect or? Uh, fear? Fear. fear yeah. like pol- like Ap- polite apprehension. Okay. Is the best way I could describe it. Okay. If you want to make an insight check, I can give you some more specifics. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do a detect thoughts on Carol. Oh, I was just going to fucking shock to her, but. Oh, yeah, okay. We could do it. Yeah, so you, you detect that. You go. Yeah, that's about what you get, is, is yeah. respectful apprehension. Um, your surface thoughts that you begin to just glean from Carol is, oh, I wish these things would leave. Every time they come by, I just, it makes me nervous. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. In her head, she hears, who is that? She's like kind of glancing around, confused. Over here. Right here. That's right. Who is that in the mask? I, I don't rightly know. They're, they're here along with a representative from Vasselheim. Anybody here have uh, proficiency in history or religion? Yes, I do. Go ahead and roll for me if you don't mind. Well, for some reason, do history. <laughs> just okay. Roll a two. Dang it. No. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> Vasselheim enters the game. Roll a natural 20. Oh! <laughs> On that his- means I'm proficient, right, when that's there? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. History or religion? History. <laughs> History, okay. So 22 total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. Um, you, in your time being in kind of an indoor latchkey kid with Maury for a long time, you like to read the weird shit. You like to read the, the odd bits of history and the things that are kind of either rumor or just you know, a little, little, little macabre off the beaten path. Um, and as soon as this entity steps out, you recognize the patterns on the mask and the descriptor. This is adjudicator. A, a, a what? Adjudicator. Adjudicator. You know judicators too. Oh wait, oh, not yeah. an adjudicator. A a adjudicator. They are considered the traditional guardians and hunters for the High Temples of Vasselheim. Hunters? Originating with the early wars of the Calamity, a rigorous and transformative series of challenging rituals and secret divine blessings forever bind and change the most pious of warriors into exalted soldiers and bloodhounds for the gods. Since you rolled a natural 20, and what's the total on that then? 22. 22, okay. Uh, it is rumored that they volunteer themselves, giving everything to the cause, their individuality, their lives, to become a weapon for the prime deities. Outside of times of war, judicators primarily act as bodyguards to the high clerics, protectors of the most holy of relics, 
and sometimes wardens in the deepest of Vasselheim's prisons. But they're rarely seen in public, and those who know about them often consider them to be boogeymen that are highly exaggerated to bolster the prominence of the temples or the practice of their creation has fallen into ancient history and they don't actually exist anymore and they're just spoken of as whispers. But seeing one in public and this far from Vasselheim means they're also likely not alone. That something extremely important to the higher temples has brought them here. Looking for the stolen texts. Mm-hmm. 100%. How long have they been here? The better part of a week. Do you know about. Are they here for you? Oh, I, I've never seen them before in my life. I've just. Everyone seems so on edge. She just kind of like quiets her thoughts and keeps that image, everyone in the room's kind of tense, and it's kind of stands there, once again, just eyeless, just this like solid, metallic, scroll-covered mask, just kind of scanning over the room a bit. Hey! (gasps) I walk over. And it does, it's, for a human, it, as you approach, and and you guess human, just the features look human-like, you know, the, 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 the red, kind of wild red hair, um, extremely like this is like the, the nightmare version of Carrot Top. Like it is just <laughs> so Carrot Top. So Carrot Top. Uh, yeah. um, Jacked arm. Oh, yeah. But stands about seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Seven feet and oh, uh, the feet are they wearing platforms? <laughs> you don't see the feet beneath the robes investments. They like kind of they kind of hit the ground and then kind of trail beyond its full height. They're on a one wheel. Yeah. Oh no, the life. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something? Gotta go pro. Yeah. Its head just kind of glances down at you. No response. Nothing. Nice to meet you. It just follows its its gaze, or where its gaze would be, follows you as you approach the rest, and you can see it making a very slow, deliberate oh no. scan of your Thanks six. for that shit. And as I was close, the the, the platinum bracers and the, the symbols, like anything that of particular emphasis or note or a symbol. Make or, an arcana check for yeah. me. Uh, 17. 17, not bad. Um, from what you can see, while the you don't have time to like deeply give a detailed analysis of it, um, there are a lot of abjuration-based inscriptions. Um, some of it appears to be text, like not, not actual mm. uh, enchantments. Some of it looks like it's just religious phrases in a language that you don't understand that are just written almost in a uh, a presentational uh, decorative way but then those are woven around actual enchanted glyphs and it is from what you can see all across the arms then up the sides of the neck a little bit and then the vestments kind of take over from there and just kind of like fold over these massive layer over layer of like long vest, long robes, just kind of hitting the ground and dragging behind as it walks. Just says on his forearm. Extremes. Yeah. 
Objects Embracer are closer than they appear. Just a minor question, but since we've been watching this figure for a while, can I tell, using Know Your Enemy, if they have any levels of fighter to them? It would be in comparison to mine, so. Right. You don't gather any sort of fighter. No martial no vibe to them. I mean, there's a martial vibe, certainly. Okay. Um, but nothing that says standard soldier. Yeah. And just to cover yeah, our bases with all the vestments and flowy robes and jiggity jacked arms, any sorts of weapons at the hips or on the back or anything like that that we can see, or just doing the. No weapons, but you do see. Um, there, the, where the bracers lie, and then a, to the back of the hand, where the bracers kind of extend a bit, there is a metallic arm guard, and there is a band that wraps around the hand, and where the knuckles sit is a heavy extension of that plant, the platinum band. Cool. And you said featureless mask, but there's eye holes, or is no, this person walking around? There's no eye holes. No eye holes. Cool. Super cool. It is just a solid iron mask with no shit. features, yeah, with just all these scrolling and designs yes. kind of born and carved into it. Cool. Cool. It's about this moment that it kind of finishes its scan of the room and then exits out the main entryway and begins to descend the stairs outside. And as it does, you kind of glance past and kind of watch as it exits the the, the guards, the actual sentries of the city kind of move to the side oh, as it God. moves past, and you can see other students who also notice it approaching begin to scatter. Everyone's just kind of avoiding this thing as it hulks down the stairs. Never seen a adjudicator before. Slowly the air kind of comes back into the room and the students begin walking about their business again. Some whispers like, do you see that? I hate what the hell is that thing? People kind of go off to their own business. Does, any, does anyone know what that was? Um, I, I actually oh, do. Okay. <laughs> I actually do, but do you want to discuss it here? Sure. Well, I've read about these things before, and I didn't know that they were real, but um, they're basically just guardians or, or hunters for for uh, high council, and, and they're, they volunteer to, to become weapons for the gods. Wow. What Who are they, are they guarding? They're called adjudicators. Um, Carol? Yeah, yes, hello. Sorry, yes. Um, <clears throat> they guard someone? Who Are they with someone? Are they protecting someone? Like a, a, a muckety-muck? I don't know. There, there's at least one other I've seen around here. Um, they've traveled as a pair before. They've gone in the they independently. Yes. Other one looked half-giant. They're here with some other uh, emissary from Vasselheim, I suppose. They are. Um, but you don't know who who the emissary is visiting with or wanting to see, or I I don't. Nobody seems to question. Um, we've been given instruction to let them wander as they see fit. Wow. Instruction by whom? Uh, by the headmaster of, of the oh. college. We 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 don't want to get involved in any sort of oh, uh, messy. <laughs> Theological business here. We're we're, we're a school, um, and if if indeed one of these things is walking through here with purpose, uh, I I don't even want to attempt to step in its way. Can they talk to anyone? I don't think they talk. <laughs> Should one of us tail it? You said, oh yeah. You said they've been here for about a week. Wait, how long did you say? Uh, oh no, 
I just told her. Can we share all our information? I spread out the information. Fair enough, fair enough. How long have they been here? About a week. Oh, fascinating. Well, shoot. Did they, um, are they looking for anyone in particular? Have they asked for anyone? I, I don't know. Did no, they talk? I, I've no, I, she said no? Oh. I just keep oh, my head down and do my work. Sorry, we're asking so many questions. They're just so different than anything we've it's, seen before. It's also, this is the information desk, so. You know. That's true. Yeah. Make a deception check. They are just really interesting. I don't know. Oh, uh, that's a twenty-seven. Ooh. Twenty-seven. You see, like, like the more you begin asking questions, you see her eyes starting to wonder what you're actually on about. And then, as you begin to pass this off as actual curiosity, she relaxes a little bit and kind of. <clears throat> well, I, um, I have to get back to my business. Once again, return tomorrow if you'd like. Of course. Right, uh, Professor Samal here by noon, and we're paying a visit. Outside of the school grounds. Thank yeah. you. And you don't have any, um, you know, address or whatever for um, for Emerald Kai. You've got to have that in some sort of like registry, right? With all due respect, if indeed you are friends here to see Ebenold, uh, this is information that you probably would be privy to, and I'm not mm. of the mind of giving out the home addresses of various professors mm. to strangers who walk in requests. No, We're, you know what, we we are, and I was testing you, yep. yes. Got yep. Em. yep, you passed. Um, nice, good very job. good security. We'll make sure the yeah. board of directors hears of your Nailed professionalism. It. Tenure will be yours. Yep. <laughs> right. One more question, just real quick, <laughs> just because, um, in case we do want to enroll, is there a program here or a department uh, or or a professor who's particularly into uh, mechanical doodads and what's it's and, and engineering sorts of, uh, of of things, building? There is, yeah. There is a program specifically based around the development and advancement of automations. And there is? Yes. Who who, who runs it, or where, where? which building is it, or? I, with all, all due respect. Um, Again, with the <laughs> doing of the respect. I don't know who you are, and I, if indeed you are Friends with members of our uh, esteemed uh, group of professors here. They might be of more aid than I would be. For the purposes of my position and maintaining it, I do not believe I can relinquish any more information sure, about sure, our sure. programs here. I my apologies. We're, we're, we're not friends, but we could be, and I'll cast fast friends on them. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> let's go. Getting dirty with it. Okay. Uh, 14 wisdom. 14 wisdom? That's a that's a four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could we could be friends, and you could you could help us. Oh, how can I say no to that face? <laughs> <laughs> it's not often that you have someone of such metallic aesthetic talking to you. Though we are, you may want to clean up a bit. You oh, like? I, I we I got most of it, but is there a little? There's a little bit right there. I'll just use that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to touch it. I'm, I'm using the most finite of telekinetic energies uh -huh. to take off every little flick up into the air. Oh, <laughs> God. 
Uh, you'll want to speak with uh, <laughs> Professor Vitro Ishan. Vitro Ishan? Ishan. Ishan. Vitro. Is the engineering specialist, mechanical specialist? Yes, uh, is the, the head of all of the uh, automaton studies development, and uh, as well as one of the sub-professors for the, uh, the binding of various enchantments oh. into uh, stationary, non-magical objects and, and, and they, artificing. They could be found in their office here or elsewhere? Uh, whenever they're not in the middle of class, they can probably be spoken to within their office, yes. Which is where? Mm. Not, not supposed to tell you this. No, I know, <laughs> but it's nice to be naughty sometimes. Mm. Uh, Leftward Hall here, about uh, 150 feet down there, there is a spiral staircase that leads to a secondary floor on the left. Take that spiral staircase to the second floor. There will be a stone walkway that traverses outside of the hall to a secondary building. This is called the brass structure. Uh, there you will see within, there are numerous um, discussion halls, there are numerous uh, presentational rooms uh, and offices of the professors there. There is a small garage uh, there on the base floor of that building. Um, and within there, if you ask around, someone will be able to uh, lead you to the professor's room. Wasn't Carol so great at giving directions? Oh I've never goodness. heard so such like great directions here. like that. Yeah. I could hear you give directions all day. In fact, maybe you should give us directions to to uh, the other guy's uh, house, right? Ebenold Kai's house, too. Maybe if you explained how you really were in need of finding Ebenold. Of course, yeah, so we yeah, need yeah. to find Ebenold for, <laughs> for definitely for, he has a recipe that, that I need for cooking. I'm <laughs> <laughs> taking one thing real fast. Can I only ask one thing? Is that what it is? You can set the t creature to new tasks when a previous task has been completed. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> oh my god. I I could just show you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the way to go. I'm due for a lunch break. Can I just feeling very helpful? Would would Landon be upset if we had you a can second come with guy? Us. Probably. Yeah, you and once it wears off, that might be a problem. Well, but yeah, but we could then, you know. Do it again. Your call. Mm -hmm. How are you? <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> Mind the wheel! No, but how, what do you do once they realize? Oh, they realize. Well, then what do you. I don't know. <laughs> we should take a walk, right? <clears throat> Let's take a walk. Take a walk and. I don't know what do we do after that. Do you work tomorrow? I, I, I am working for the rest of the week, yes. Huh. Yep. An address uh, would be great. Okay, sure. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're gonna have to. Sorry. Should I put in for my lunch break? Yes. Let's let's go take a, a walkabout. Wonderful. Wonderful. A rollabout. Let me just get my jacket. And she wanders off and goes to the other clerk and goes, uh, Susie, uh, if you can go ahead and have Albanon uh, cover for me, I'm taking my lunch break with these fine friends. <clears throat> goes and whistles a little bit. Wanders off. The other clerk is like, "100%. All right." <laughs> is that Abaddon or yeah. Susie? Okay. No, 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 no,
uh, almost like embroidery along the sleeves. Um, it's just a nice little kind of blazer, if you will, that she puts over her uh, robes where she works as the clerk. Very well, follow me. What a beautiful blazer. Thank you so much. <laughs> she goes ahead and like walks down the steps and begins to guide you through the, uh, the more prominent elements here of the ring. And now, yeah, we are still in the Dominion Ring. Do we have to kill this girl? We just got to get as much yeah, information out of her as possible before she hates Maybe us. D- d- we can ban us from the place, though. Yep. Or unless we, you know. How deep do you think the lake is? No. What? We're not going to murder a random clerk. We might have to. No, we're not. <laughs> we're three and three. We're split on the subject. We'll see. <laughs> Only Ashton were here. The street. (laughs) (laughs) She whistles and like reaches into her little bag and goes, Oh, I have to take my vitamins. (laughs) She's ill. (laughs) (laughs) The trick is you have to really, really actually befriend her. That yes. way, when it wears out, she still likes you so oh, much. Oh, let's, let's like ask her like what her favorite baked goods are and her favorite so, color so and her favorite her favorite flowers. Yeah. So we can like you know, Carol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what are some of your favorite things in life? Well, I've been keeping a small um, like flower box garden on the outside of my <gasps> abode. Um, Goodness, that is, I love flowers so much. Yes. I had to send away for a, a special kind of blend of uh, Isilrin tulips and these like uh, Haldorian, like North Haldorian flowers that only grow just beyond, oh, what is the, what's the range called? The Stormcrest there. Ooh, um, wow. Stormcrest lilies, they're, they're quite delightful. The light purple, pur- purple. This, oh, the, the, the purple color that they get the is quite. Are so hard to find. Take Sorry. another one of your pills. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And how long have you um, been working at the seminary? Uh, about five or six years or so. Mm. It's not terribly challenging work, um, but uh, it has some nice benefits. You get to meet some interesting individuals and occasionally get to have an outing with a new friend. Mm. That's do, us. Do you like working there? I do, actually. Yeah? I do, I do. More than anything, just seeing the, the, the new students come every year and watching them progress and get involved in their own particular dramas and the whispers that come through, it's, it's enough to keep you interested for some time. I, I bet. bet you're like everyone's favorite. Do the students just love you? Not really, no. Oh. <laughs> no, they just kind of go in and do their work. Hello. <laughs> I say hello. Some are nice, some are blasé, some are busy, some are a bit prickly. But you know, hmm. what are we all to a certain degree at that age? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Do you have plans to to expand, you know, move a little further there, or are you loving where you're at? Make a persuasion check. Okay. Are we actually trying to friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yes. like it's like those those rom coms where the the they know we cast a spell on them. Yeah, when but it's up. But then 16. when they find out, they realize that they yeah. fell in love. It's like the movie. overboard, you know. <laughs> yeah. Goldie Hawn yes. eventually gets her memory back, but she likes him so much exactly. that she stays. Exactly. Or love yes. potion number nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or exactly. all yes. of that. Yes. Or all those movies that don't all fly today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Pretty sure overboard holds up. <laughs> 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 oh God! <laughs> I did not even think about how terrible that would be. Well, um, 
both I've been scrimping and saving as time has gone on, but I've also been kind of uh, kind of turning around some small knickknacks as I've been finding them, cleaning them up and selling them on the side back to some of the various shops around here, making a little bit of extra scratch, and I figure once I have enough saved up, I might just get a little boat and maybe meet a nice little fisherman, and we'll just... Uh, Live a comfortable life, not quite in the city, but maybe beyond one of the, maybe the Eastern Bridge. The Eastwood Bridge, I think, would be a nice little space to just retire out there and become, I don't know, one of those couples that lives off the land. Oh, what kind of I knickknacks just love do you make? I know, have you ever taken any from the school? <laughs> no. <gasps> you have? Well, nobody was, nobody was making any use of it, and nobody missed it. And oh I figured gosh. I was bringing it to a, to a proper home where it could be appreciated. Oh, spill it, girl, spill it. What was it? I don't want to implicate myself. Oh, we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Well, we're me. friends. Yeah. Your companions are nice. Go on. Who'd you nick it from? I won't say who I nicked it from, but there was this really nice bronze lion statue with emerald eyes that was used as a a paperweight for quite some time by Professor Dinon, and um, when he asked for his room to be cleaned, I just set it aside for a few months to see if it would be asked about, in which case I would return it, but after about eight months of nobody noticing it gone, uh, I cleaned it up a bit and um, made a nice little chunk of change. <laughs> Wow. Oh, and here we are oh, at the Vigil so Quarter, which is uh, where he supposedly lives. I kind of pulled a piece of paper and looks at it for a bit. Uh, <coughs> of an old Kai? Oh, oh, uh, Professor Dinan. Yeah, Professor Dinan. Okay. What you do see here is a dual-tiered neighborhood. There is a large metallic gate. Uh, with like swirling bits of metal bars that kind of like bind and swirl around it. So they give it like a cool visual aesthetic, um, but also prevent people from pushing through unless they're really tiny. Um, you can see there's you know pikes across the top, um, and the main entryway is open. The gates are open, and there are two sentries on the outside with their you know familiar kind of mantle and long kind of blue silver robes. Um, uh, she, you can see like the two tiers there. There is like a, a lower neighborhood and then a higher neighborhood, kind of up further on the hill, and there are a few switchback. Uh, staircases that lead from top to bottom. Um, she goes, ah, I, I do believe he's um, in the lower neighborhood here. Uh, follow me. And continues to walk you within. The sentries kind of glance over and just kind of take note of you all as you enter the neighborhood. And here then you can see it's, it's a, a mingling uh, mix of quaint homes and occasionally a larger estate that kind of sticks out a bit, but that adds kind of a, a varied skyline to this quarter of the city against the surrounding. Looks to be a towering library and uh, across the way that uh, rose marble amphitheater. But eventually following her through these different buildings, these kind of winding roads that are seem to be made more to create a, uh, a winding, whimsical feel as you pass through the neighborhood as opposed to just a, uh, an easy to follow lattice work of streets and street corners. Um, you do come to this medium-sized, two-story cottage of black and gray marbled wood that seems to have been gathered from the jungle not far from where you are. You recognize elements of the wood patterns and the staining in it, and towards the base, this kind of variation in texture of that, that smooth, black, almost exterior, secondary bark that you can see has risen up in places and has been shaved down to almost like smooth into the rest of its look. Um, 
you see the the area. I mean, the, the house itself it's it's framed in well groomed ivy. Seems like it's well kept. Looks like it's a somewhat affluent-looking building, but nowhere near on the scale of some of the larger estates that you've passed by as you get here. The extravagance is definitely downplayed uh, amongst the other homesteads. Uh, definitely nowhere near as nice as like the Lucian Spire of Drusar. But you know, as you get closer to it, the kind of small perimeter gate. It also is proportionally probably for one of the smaller folk. Probably more comfortable for you. The, the the size of the building for it being two story. It's not like super tiny, but even the the main the front door probably comes probably comes up to about uh, the nose of Fern. <laughs> That's your name. Well, this. <laughs> I was just thinking how funny it was. <laughs> this is the address um, of, of the professor. So I hope this has been helpful. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Jerome. I should probably get back to my. I'm, yes, it's almost the end of my hour long break. So and it's I'm go at the end of an hour, so I just want you to remember, Carol, that we've exchanged so many words with each other today. Very Please well. remember them. Yes. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna head back? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I have no business with the professor, but and I do have to return to my. You also said this is your lunch break, so I mean, the least we could do is is buy you lunch here, and I pull out like a little um, uh, kerchief with uh, a couple of coins in it, and say, "Here's some silver. Lunch is on us." And I hand her uh, five platinum Ooh. wrapped in uh, a kerchief. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate. it. Uh, no, it's sealed up. It's okay, sealed it rolled up entirely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will go quickly find myself. Uh, I don't know, roadside hoagie or something. And, and here is um, a purple poppy. <laughs> and, um, they were lilies. She wanted lilies. I she wanted purple the lilies. Lilies. I don't have the lilies. Have it, fuck. With the poppies. The silver and tulips. These um, these reseed themselves. <laughs> so you know, dry it out. Keep the little seeds inside. I think you'll you'll really enjoy them. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much. That's very pretty. They sing a little bit sometimes. Really? <laughs> that was a. Well, that, that was <laughs> the, the tree fungus. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been a delight. As have you. It's, don't get to meet and hang out with new folks very often. Um, anyway, I'm out. Back to work I go. All right. Good luck with the professor. Bye. <laughs> Good friend. So fun. Just wanders off to the rest of her day. All right, I'll follow her and <laughs> see you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. No. She's been bribed. She told us some secrets. She'll yeah. remember we have that. Blackmail on her. Blackmail we and she'll remember that she one said it. So okay. that's fun. Boy. I'm like her. Boy. She was great. Yeah, she was great. But if that spell wears off and uh, she starts coming back this way, we should probably get in and get out. Oh yeah. She won't. Too sweet. Does it look like there's anyone home? Any activity? Make perception check. Natural fifth. Natural ten. Natural ten. Right in the middle. Perfectly average. Um. Glancing for you, you see the windows, the curtains are drawn. There doesn't be much much of any immediate visual sign of a bustling interior, necessarily. No, like, pile of newspapers that look like they haven't been collected or anything like that. No. Uh, 
Not with the ten, you don't see anything. And you said we walked past the equivalent of like city guard a moment ago, right? Yeah, and you do see the occasional patrol of like one or two of the sentries walking through. You'd have, or you'd have a really high perception. Um, beyond the small gate, and the gate here is less to keep people out, meaning you know anyone with you know sizable athleticism could vault the exterior <laughs> gate. But it's yeah, well said. Not everybody. <laughs> Um, but most of the bushes and elements of greenery that both feeds the ivy and is kept around the house has been not manicured in some time. There's definitely a bit of overgrowth and some weeding that has begun to overtake parts of the exterior. Right. Right. Um, do we even bother knocking? Whoa. No. 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 Right. We're just going in? Hell yeah. What if he's home? You're not. Is the gate open? It's not open, right? The outside gate. Can't you? Outside gate it? is closed. Well, is, it, is it locked? Best you can tell, it has like a a little padlock on the inside that's kind of latched through. How much gate and fence are we talking about? Does it go like around the property? I can't it see it in my mind space. Just the front. Just just the front, kind of like it, it, it blocks in kind of the greenery, and it's more of a pre presentational. So there's no curving around to the side of the building, out of view of the street. Uh, the, the, to each side, it does kind of go into a small kind of walkway, maybe about like a, a six foot wide walkway that leads into the the next neighborhood street over, and another building that you can see is buttressed against it on the back side, almost like this, these two buildings are kind of built, uh, you know, backside to backside, uh -huh. and then face outward. Um, but yeah, you can walk along the sides of it, just these small neighborhood alleys. I'll get us in. Fern, give me a boost. If I go invisible. Nice. Can I try to use my telekinetic hand to just see if the lock, the padlock is actually hooked or if it's open? Yeah, it's locked. It's kind of. Just throw me over. Give me a boost. Ah, oh, careful what you grab. Well, I don't know what I'm grabbing here. Just feel your way. Is that your finger? Explore. Is it what is this? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, this is an in okay. Well, <laughs> here Tret you go. Carries three chisels. Oh no! There's <laughs> 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 a little <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and I'll go over and I'll um, use a slide of hand on the lock. Any go for it. Uh, keeping a close sentry-like eye as always. Uh, you wait until there are no sentries within eye or earshot. So. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Whoa. Easily enough. This was. This is not a complicated padlock, and you, you're like, oh, this is child's pipe. Opens up in five seconds. I'll just kind of crack the door. Okay, go in. We're good. Okay, we're, we're going in. Yeah, and at least in, inside the gate, so we're out of oh, you know, nice. vision. Go, 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 go. Once we're inside is it, the yard. Is, is the gate like. Bars or. Solid? I just pictured it was like metal bars. It is. This, yeah. So once we're through the gate, we everybody will going. still see us. Going. Yeah, you're still see us now. Sorry, I thought it was a solid surface. Um, <laughs> once I'm over the wall, I pick the lock. Is there any like dog coming to chew my face out and I'm invisible? Is there anything in the yard leading up to the building? Uh, you see a small like birdbath type kind of stone installation there in the front. <laughs> Um, it's okay. It is small, it's and it looks like the water inside is a bit grimy. Um, definitely, kind of has that uh, thick green moss overgrowth onto it, and the yeah, the, the water's murky. Any uh, windows that are accessible, or just a door in front of me? Uh, there are two two windows to each side where you can see the curtains. These like 
thick, heavy, uh, almost gray burgundy curtains on the inside of the windows uh, are drawn closed. Um, you can see they're both like lift windows. Oh, yeah, I'll uh, go over to the left one, crawl up and press my ear against the, is there a glass pane? It is glass pane, yeah. I press my ear, hear anything inside? Perception check. Okay. Nine. Oof. Oh, but I'm using my... Wolf senses? Yeah, can I use my crazy senses to roll the damage? You have good hearing. Sure, go ahead and roll the damage. Nine. No. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's 11. 11, okay. Don't really hear anything. Yeah, no problem. Can I try and lift the window? You do. <laughs> it's, it's locked or barred from the inside. Yeah, that makes sense. Hop off the window, I'll go over to the front door. Is there a keyhole? There is a keyhole, yes. Does the door appear to be trapped? Make an investigation check. Come on, bro. Are we sure we don't want to just knock? No, I want to go in on this Who person when you? they're getting dressed. Well, I'm just, I, I'm just, no, what no, if he's I mean, like sleeping we and then we we're like, sorry, knock. we could have just, totally. just, we could just knock, it's true. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, you do notice the door appears to be locked. Um, and kind of glancing through, kind of inspecting the door, um, you do notice that just barely peeking through the seam from where the door is like pressed and locked in, there appears to be a small metal ball of some kind, like a, like a, almost like the edge of a, of a bolt. Ooh. And you go ahead and take it, and as you kind of pull on it slightly, it gives, and there's a cable attached to it that Ooh. vanishes behind the back, meaning the door is holding something there while it's closed. And if the door were to open, it would pull inward. Damn. I take a kick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, hmm. That's a problem. Any hmm? chimneys that you can scurry down? <laughs> are there any sort of like gutters or things that are running up the vertical side of this building? Yeah, actually. Oh, shit. I say in his head, by the way. Yeah, and, and it's it, what, what you can see. It looks oh, okay. like a, <laughs> a somewhat patinaed, um, like a dark metal, almost like a like a somewhat beat up bronze looking gutter that's set to the far left corner that is kind of pressed against the building, kind of taking on that turquoise patina color that empties out into the garden. You can see all the grass and all the um, uh, all the various. Clustered weeds and such are very vibrantly growing around the base of this from nearby rainfall, just pouring fresh water down into that section. Before I go over to the gutter, I'll just knock on the door and go, Lake Cab Skyport Lounge delivery. Congratulations. Um, you won. Honeymoon Thanks. suite. <laughs> Anybody coming to the door? About a minute goes by, no response. Okay, I'll go to the gutter. I'll actually go back up and tell everybody, no answer at the door. The door seems to be trapped. The windows are locked. I don't want to break anything yet, so I'm going to try and scutter up this little drain, see if I can get up on the roof. What if you want dead. anything? Do you want any help? Orm's really good at this stuff, too. Yeah, but I'm invisible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, keep, I'm making sure that we don't get uh, oh, he's our lookout. brought in by the guards. Yeah. I guess so. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, do it! Do what? I reach down to Orm. I look, is anybody looking at us? Mm-mm, not the moment. You're invisible. Oh. Oh. oh, let's go with you. And for the rest of us, we should, because people can still see us in the front yard, right? Where'd Aram go? 
fine. We should just act like we're groundskeepers or something. I'm gonna start like mowing the lawn with my wheel. <laughs> Go over and kick fur into the shit. Orm runs and just leaps and catches on the on the drain and then yeah, like, just backwards somersaults up. Oh, the shit, same sorry. thing that happened to Orum is what happened to Ashton. In your head, <gasps> in your head, you hear just make sure check to get up to I thought he went up. The bird. No, I'm, I'm going behind. It's the fucking bird. Okay. <laughs> I'm not teasing you. I, I can't see shit. I hear like, this. come here. Fucking young blood piece of shit. I'm dangling invisible rope. I'm going to just swipe it at nothing. It's right next to the drain pipe. What are y'all doing? I'm gathering leaves. We're gardeners. You really look like gardeners. I'm cleaning all the leaves. Okay. Two of you. Scurry up to the top, the second floor, and there is like like a small balcony with a looks to be a, a dual wooden doors with window panes set into them that are like latched from the inside. No windows, just doors. Uh, from 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 where you're standing right now, there is no window. That there is just the balcony and the double doors that open kind of outward. Got it. It's like a nice little like morning balcony for the professor. Should I check these doors? I'm gonna check these doors. Can I see if those are trapped? Can I see each other? No. Sure. No, Investigation check. Uh, uh, 16. Yeah. 16. Um, looking through the glass past the also drawn curtains, there's just a little bit of sunlight that comes through, and you can see there's this faint little bit of silver thread Damn. that is just visible across the base of the glass on the inside that's barely visible. You know where that is? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that's usually put up when it's when they're inside, right? Yeah. You don't know what entrances yeah. or exits there are to this place. Underneath, up top, in the back. Is there access to a roof from this balcony? Uh, with with a little bit of a little bit of sly movement, it's possible. There is a chimney. You want to go to the roof, or I can open this okay. door. I tap on the ground. I'm gonna jump up ahead of you and lower the rope down to here. I'll pull you up. <laughs> There's an invisible rope down there now. <laughs> How close are you? Am I am I getting warmer, hotter? I barely know where I am. Oh, I like the idea that if this campaign was ever turned into an animated series, it? this would just be <laughs> yeah. just like just a, a static shot. Let's <laughs> make a bird sound or something. Sunjin would be so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Can I feel around for a rope anywhere? There's no rope. God damn it! I <laughs> <laughs> see if you can <laughs> go on without me. Good luck, Orm. Okay, now I'm really gonna lower it down. I'm really lowering it down. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you do. You do find the rope. Oh thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're both on to the. the, the we just sort the, of feel each other <laughs> on the roof. Okay. Oh. Okay. Grounded. Perfect. Is there a chimney on the roof? There is a chimney on the is roof. Is there a chimney? There is also. You notice um, a pair of sentries that are oh. doing their rounds now through the main road to pass through the front of the neighborhood in the house. Oh, jeez. We still have a mental connection, just 
So you do? Uh, yes. Oh, so I can talk back through your you mental can connection? Talk to me. Oh, okay. You might want to find some bushes or something quickly because the guard's coming back around. Uh, walk away. Let's three, let's four walk away. Is there a back? Just walk. Can we walk around walk. the back of the house? Is there a way around the back We're of the house? Not from the front. You have to go we'll outside, outside of the front the, and then go along the alley. Outside of the gate side. and just kind of walk away. Oh, okay, okay. We're just, I, I we're just see all right, well, our work is done, I guess. Come on, come on, man. Let's just head over hop in the chimney and start shuffling down. Okay. I'll hold the rope. I'll hold the rope. You were born for this. I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> All right, cool. So while while you're shimmying down the chimney, the rest of you are attempting to nonchalantly scatter. Yeah. Um, we walk as a group, like just walk like we're walking down okay. the street. I would like a group stealth and or group. <laughs> Deception check, your choice, right now. Are you guys doing stealth or deception? deception. Oh, we all have to do the same? Deception. Yeah. I say deception. I say deception. deception. Okay, so group deception check, please. We're just, just a robot deception. and a dead lady and a goat lady and We're purple hair lady. We're just a group of people walking oh, around. Did okay, I did okay, okay. I'm fine. 18. 18. 24. 14. 19. Okay, that's actually pretty solid. As the sentries approach, kind of walking by, they're uh, Helmets with kind of the scalp points on them. Uh, one of them with like a big, thick, orcish jaw with a really awesome-looking like jeweled ring that's put through one of the tusks on the side. Kind of glances over. You can see like the the sentries that are assigned to this area are fairly well dressed to kind of match the aesthetic of the neighborhood. Um, and the one that kind of gives you a nod as you pass by, kind of accepting your presence, though a little. Perturbed by yours, but continues on. <laughs> you haven't seen a skeleton gardener before. <laughs> Are you guys still pretending to be gardeners? Why? Are you always like that? The soil is amazing. Uh, shit. The, uh, the rose bush is just a stem. <laughs> <laughs> just gnarled stem. No flowers at all. Oh my god. Some black hole sun music video shit there. Yes. Uh, so weird. I was uh, thinking about that earlier. Uh, Good video. With the, the ice cream when she opens her mouth. Uh. As he walks away, unsettling presence. Oh no. Okay. Oh dear. Why? He walks away and then stops. The other one keeps walking, kind of stops his shoulders. He like slowly turns back around. <laughs> Just like goes and scurries to catch up with the other one. So fun. <laughs> I just love it so much. It's so great. <laughs> so, I can't help it. Do you guys continue keeping out about it, or do you begin to yeah, return to the house? Yeah, you just walk all oh, around. Okay. Okay. Oh, While we're doing this little yeah. stroll, can I sense shithead? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. You're hexed. Yes. Yeah, for any distance, right? Uh, uh, for what? How, how far and how long? It's eight know, hours. Eight hours so you can for, for forever. I believe that is correct. Maintain my concentration. Hang on, wait, where was it? What does it mean? It doesn't, it doesn't say. I don't know if this is the full spell. Okay, you yeah, know, no, with Hex. So Hex doesn't necessarily tell you where they are. The hex just is maintained on them. Oh, it's not like Hunter's Mark. That's what I was thinking. <coughs> Hunter's Mark is different. Yeah. But they, it's called the same thing. But it's a thing. curse. 
Hex and, and Hunter's Mark have the I same can, name. Can I, like, it's so weird. It. That's weird. <laughs> no. No. Unfortunately, that's that's kind of what makes Hunter's Mark really useful too. Do you sense it? But here's the note. Coast is clear. Good. If you manage to encounter Shithead again in the next eight hours, seven hours now, mm-hmm. they'll still be hexed. <laughs> Good use of the curse. Yes. It's amazing. Still, still All right. While you are doing your stroll, you have shimmied down this chimney. Just go ahead and make uh, an acrobatics check for me, if you don't mind, or athletics, your choice. To I'll try do and athletics, because I have advantage. You have advantage if you're transformed. Oh, yep. Ignore that part. Uh, 24. 24, without issue, especially with the aid of Orm's invisible rope, you head through the chimney uh, relatively it's a tight spot. Uh, this is a chimney designed for a small creature, so it is not like a, you know, a relatively airy chimney of a normal humanoid occupant. Uh, but you do manage to squeeze through and you head down into the interior of the top room. This chimney actually attaches to a fireplace that is within what looks to be the main bedroom upstairs. So as you kind of stumble out, you kind of step over the metallic hold with some uh, charred wood that has been left there and unburned for quite some time. And on the inside, it's a it's a quaint little little sleeping space. It's There's a little bed there with blankets that, like they have been kind of pulled off, uh, or open at least, and haven't been tucked or put away. Um, there's a large armoire that is partially open, and you can see there's like a, a robe that's hanging off of like a, a wooden knob there. It looks to be a, a bathing basin off near one of the other far windows to the backside, and there is a staircase that descends to the bottom floor. Uh, quick smell and a listen on the inside. Any? Anything? Make a perception check with advantage. You also see this the the doorway that uh, opens to the balcony. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, the double doors that open up to, out to the balcony. And you can, looking back, you can see from the side, that silver thread's lined all the way around the room, past the window on the back side, um, past the door that enters this chamber, um, and the staircase where it is, it's like right across the threshold of the staircase as well. Oh, shit. Um, but you, nothing in particular, no, nothing's catching your attention. Mostly fear. Yeah. Oh no. (laughs) Come on down. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should. And can you let the others in first? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try that. I'll try that. Yeah, I hear a bird killing. I step out into the bedroom. (laughs) I notice that wire going everywhere. I run under your skirt. Okay. How does that work? Do I have to trip it, or can I step over it? <laughs> I can't remember how it works. So, um, it looks like a tripwire. It looks like a tripwire. It's my grandma. It's like a fucking thrift store under uh-huh. her shirt. Uh, but because we're on the second floor and this is the bedroom, can I? Uh, is there a desk, uh, an armoire, anything that looks like an area of study for this guy? Um, yeah, I mean, there, it looks like there's a small side table. You don't see a particular desk in this room necessarily, but there is a side, a side table beyond the, the edge of the bed. I'm going to go over to uh, the doorway that leads downstairs. I see the tripwire. I'm going to step over it. Okay. 
Does anything happen? Well, you notice it's it's less of a tripwire um, and more that it's just kind of laid across the ground. Huh. It's kind of cre- created this perimeter around the inside of the room. That doesn't seem like a very efficient security set. Okay, I'll just go down the steps. Doop, 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 okay, and you're staying up by the top. I'm perched on the top <laughs> of the chimney, and I alert Imogen. What's okay. going on? All right. Anything That's in the bottom floor? In the bottom floor, made on the smell. I'm gonna roll again perception with advantage. Uh, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. You smell the faintest, the faintest smell of sweat. Mm. Like the smell of, of, the smell of nerves. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh no. But I don't see anything, right? No. You come down in this area, and this is the main kind of, base entryway, you can see the front door that leads outward into the garden. You can see there is a taut cable that is kind of looped down in this thing and is pulled back up to the top of the ceiling. In the middle of the downstairs area from the front yeah. door? and you can see there super is... obvious? It, from the inside, it's super obvious, yeah. but uh, it looks like it's, it's pulled back on this this strong, tense point, and it's affixed to some sort of like a, like a terracotta pot, it looks like. Holy shit. Maybe about that large or so. That's just kind of hanging right there with the wire attached and wrapped around it. Nerves, you, sweat. Um, you see, there's like a small kitchen, uh, kind of behind and to the left of the staircase you came down. There is a desk, like an actual, like prominent writing desk, that is to the right of the front door. Um, that has like a roll-top desk that's closed currently, and looks appears to be locked uh, or has a has a, a keyhole in it. Um, the interior here is is decorated nicely, but there's not a lot of iconography. There's not like portraits or paintings. Um, there's just kind of small collectibles, little um, like clay sculptures and stone chiseled bits. Um, there are some modest bookshelves that contain small books, ledgers, tomes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna move down into the bottom floor. I'm trying to actually get eyes on this person that's probably hiding somewhere in here, since he's on the defensive. I'll move through, staying wary of the line and the pot, mm-hmm. which seems more like a warning system. It would open that, would crash, and like give a sound. Possibly. From its you can, if you want to, make an investigation check to really kind of figure out how it yeah. functions. Uh, 18. 18. So, you look, the the cord, it's on some sort of a, a, a like a, a ratcheted device that's affixed to the ceiling, kind of not, not very well constructed, but functional enough, where it looks like there's just a lot of tensile strength between the door and that. Where it would become loose, it would almost reverse and send the, the pot swinging towards the door, but it would hit the ground and shatter before it reached the door. Oh. Oh, that's that's worse. That's worse. Um, fuck. Okay. And is the is the cord uh, going up to the pot? Is it uh, wire, rope? From what I can tell, it looks to be a very thin wire. Boy, this is just no good. We just want to talk to this guy, right? <laughs> fuck. Uh, I'm just gonna keep walking through the room. Do I see anyone hiding in the? Uh, I'm checking the corners. I'm looking next to the furniture. 
I'm also just keeping an eye on where my feet go that move silently in my boots. Okay. Uh, make a perception check for your visual sweep of the interior. Just a single. Single, because it's just for your eyes. Uh, 15. 15. You glance around here, and there is you know, a few dust bunnies behind some of the bits of furniture, uh, around the sides of the curtains where they hit the floor. Um, you don't see any like feet dangling beneath pieces of furniture in the gaps. You don't see any places where a person might hide in an alcove. Yeah, this this entryway seems to be pretty pretty clear from your vision. How's that sm smell of sweat? Stronger? Uh, have you if you haven't moved from this main entryway? I've moved in a little bit. Moved in a bit. I mean, it seems how it is, how it was before. Eddie Russell? <laughs> Trying to give them a flu? <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow victory that matters. <laughs> Chip it down one at a time. <laughs> no rustling. Nothing. What's this fucking professor's name? Uh, Ebonald Kai. Ebonald Kai! Professor Kai? Yeah. Professor Kai? We don't mean any harm, we just want to talk. No offense, but I can smell you. You also know that we were sent here by his friend, Ro Istani. Yeah. <laughs> we were also friend here, sent here by your friend, Master Istani. Nothing. Mm. You know, that, that lingering old smell of recent sweat, you know, it's there, but it's its not super strong or pungent. Okay. I'll go over to the front door to where the, the cord's coming down. Is there an actual hand crank that might lower the, the might release the tension on the wire? Uh, there is a small crank, but it is locked in position. You could try and pull the, uh, the pin that maintains the tension and control, if you want to, control the descent. Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. You can make a, uh, it's just a dexterity check for me. Go ahead and roll a dexterity. A d20 plus your dexterity modifier. <laughs> Come on. Five. Oh. <laughs> so you go, oh. got this. You go ahead and take the <laughs> pin and so slowly, it winds up fast. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And right as you turn around, you see where the cable pulls back this way, the pot woof, swings right towards you, make a dexterity oh, saving throw for me. I feel like Dodgers, Joe Pesci man. right now. Dodge! <laughs> There's no boy, it's yep. you. 18. 18. You jump back out of the way, and the pot just kind of woof past your face before it hits the ground and smashes this black tar-like substance. Spills up across the ground and the doorway, and like kind of just fills about a, a, an eight by 10 foot area right at the entrance way here. That's kind of like, you see it kind of like settles and then uh, kind of sets. Like a glue. Any movement uh, once that all, all that happens? Any like footsteps, m movement, anything? Make a perception check. What kind of professor is he again? Professor of Professors. Uh, 18. No, yeah. sorry. 14. 14. 
no movement. Okay, no movement here in the entryway. Up. Oh, the window! I go over to the window. <laughs> Can I find the lock for the window? Indeed, and you do see that there are these like metal pipes that have been kind of cut off, sawed at some point, to be placed on top of the window and keep oh, them from pulling up. Uh, can I pull them out and and yep. lift? Is there something to press or hold, or does if I don't let the if I let go of the window? If you let go, of the window will come down. Of yeah. course. I mean, you can put the the wedge underneath and hold it there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, to come to come to the window. We're on a walk. Which I mean, one? We were on our way back. Uh, would we, we be would we be back by then? Is, can I, I see like anybody outside? Around. I feel like you did a lap around the block. What uh, the. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! But Orem heard that, yeah. so uh, I can tell you're at the window down below. So I will uh, speak to Imogen. Um, I think we got a window open. Oh. And it looks like is it clear at the moment? Looks to be at the moment. Okay. Yeah. I think you guys can head back. Great. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, Chet, Chet got a window open. All right. Should we go? It? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, 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 I haven't well, finished mowing the lawn yet, I though. So. I, I still have half the lawn to go. Okay. What do go. I do with these? I'm just going. <laughs> uh, you, no, to find a green bin. This is great. All these leaves? I don't, and leaves can be very useful. They can. They can make a, a good bed for, for future um, planting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far ahead of them. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I checked the trashy scry ball. Oh, trashy oh. ball. Okay. Trashy ball check. Nothing. All right. Trashy ball change. Trashy ball change. Trashy ball change. Oh, Trashy ball change. I see Mario down to the window. Um, are you here? Yeah, over here. Oh, you're right. Open window. I have to hold it open. Okay, all right. I'll climb in. Okay. Wait, but before you go, I thought I smelled odorous body odor. <laughs> Sweat. I smelled perspiration. Not your own. No, I feel like somebody's in here, but I, I couldn't see him. Okay. <laughs> I scan the room uh, with my eagle eyes. Okay. Um, do I see, <laughs> and is there carpet on the floor? Uh, the floor is, the, the floor in here is mostly hardwood here in the entryway. Nice. There is some small carpeted uh, area kind of on the threshold of the kitchen, and there's a little bit of carpet area uh, off into kind of the sitting area around where the, uh, the roll top desk sits. Okay, I'm gonna scan the the everything I see and then go to the and roll that rug back. Okay, so make perception check. Okay. Nice. nice. Yeah. Natural yeah. twenty. Oh. <laughs> for a total of. Uh, for a twenty-nine. Okay. Twenty-nine. What do your halfling eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so looking through uh, this chamber, you don't see any movement. You don't see any particular. Uh, signs of anybody standing or hiding throughout the interior here. Um, you can see the desk. The desk itself uh, does appear to be latched. It looks like there is a. Uh, usually, when you see like a small key, you can see where like the, the latch itself is turned with, with that high enough roll. You can literally look at it and be like, oh, that's locked. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all you see. Okay, and what about. Or you feel confident that nothing's hiding in this room. Okay, and is there anything under the rug? Is there a trapdoor of any kind, anything like that? Uh, you go over and pull back the rug that's yeah. by the desk? Yep. No, it's just more of the wooden floor. Shit. Okay. So the most distinct features are this desk that, that's locked. You talked about like bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess while, while they're coming in, I'm going to, and I'm still invisible, I'm going to start 
looking for any like hidden doors or anything, anything okay. beyond just. I'll be careful. There's a there's a silver wire upstairs around the master bedroom. Okay. Well, I'll stay down here for now. Right, right. So not I'll investigate, I'll go beyond perception. Okay, so you're going to investigate the, the entryway? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's false. Uh, that's uh, 11. 11. Okay, yeah. looking, looking around here, you don't see any like trap doors, hidden uh, pathways here in the entryway, around the base of the stairs, looking around the desk, nothing there that seems to okay. pull your attention specifically. The upstairs in the kitchen, and that's primarily from what you can see from the outside of the house, that's about it. Okay. Are we here yet? By about, I'd say about now, you guys have returned, and you can see one of the windows is now kind of. It's just kind of going. Oh, we're just holding. I'm here. Oh, this way. Oh, wait, can you give me a boost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh here, chat. Uh, immovable rod. Click, click. Oh. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm oh. going. <laughs> I'm going in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Like <laughs> Come on in. Do you need some, need a hand? No, we could just I use can, a regular ass. Right one of these metal rods sitting all <laughs> over the ground to hold this yep. window up. <laughs> and you just held it I the whole that's time. What you did before. Nope. No, I was holding it up. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Do you need help in? No, I got it. Ooh, oh, oh. Oh, it's just the flexibility. It's gorgeous. It's, it's amazing, right? Okay. <laughs> um, I'll just I'll just get right in. I'll I'll go last so I can help. Push burn through. Oh no, my hips are. Just so you know, just so you know, I don't know if this is good. It smells like anxiety and sweat. We need the pooer in the house. I'll pull. I'll pull. Okay. Just roll. What Chet said. It was very important. Chet said that there might be someone here. Smells like sweat. It just smells like sweat and anxiety. Oh, I'll detect thoughts. Detect thoughts. Yeah. Smell like. Can you not smell? I can't. Um, we just learn something new about you every day. But you can taste, right? I can't taste or smell. What good is that tongue? <laughs> <laughs> but can you feel the grass with your feet? I don't have, oh, I do have feet. <laughs> you sense oh. the presence of two minds beneath you. Two. Two? Who would the other one be? Wait a second. Two beneath you. There's a basement? Yeah, maybe there's just some way down. Chet, check that desk. Okay, get that open. I'll, uh, I'll look at uh, how many drawers are on the desk. Or, uh, four drawers. Everybody four drawers, looking switch. underneath the, the lip of the desk, are there any buttons, switches, any sort of like wiring, cabling, anything? You got investigation there. If we go down there, whatever is down there has definitely heard us clomping around oh, up here. Oh, sure, they know we're 17? here. 17? Nothing. It looks like a basic um, desk. Should the we... drawers look locked? The drawers do not appear to be locked. Okay, can I open them and just peer inside? Yep, they're mostly empty. Oh, that's... Everything's been taken from them. Okay. Um, but, but the roll top is locked? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, wait. I'm gonna say... You're gonna talk? You already talked. They know we're here. They can hear For us clapping sure. around. I'm just gonna say it's Astani, right? Ro Astani, yeah. Professor Astani uh, sent us. Oh, Professor Astani sent us. What's his name? Ebenold Kai. Professor Kai. We're friendly. 
So who are you sending this to? I'm not sending it. If I can detect the presence of a creature, I can detect their thoughts. You can detect their thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. if... Can you... But can you converse with them? No, but if I'm talking to so them... you're saying that out loud. I'm saying that out think. loud so that I can detect their oh, thoughts I see, after I, see. I say it. Nice, I nice, see, nice, gotcha. Nice, nice. You don't sense any change. You don't know if they heard you. Yeah, I'm gonna start walking around and just doing my 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 dune walk. I assist. Trying to find some some hollow yes. spots. And what Same. about this roll okay. top? We can't open it. <coughs> no, the drawers are empty. There's nothing on the underside. But the thing's locked. Did you say it was a roll top? Yeah. It's a roll top. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like locked. locked. Oh, I'll try and pick the lock. Okay. Makes that a hand check. Can I sense? Investigation check. But can I sense any thoughts from them? Thirty-one. A million. I can detect their thoughts, so I'd be able to tell. Yours is minus one. Mine's plus one, so let's both. You can't tell distance though. Yeah, exactly. You want to assist me? All right. Any one creature you can see to detect their thoughts specifically, or you can use the spell to detect the presence of creatures you can't see. So you can sense once, they're there. And then below that, once you detect the presence of a creature in this way, you can read its thoughts for the rest of the duration. Even if you can't see it, but it must still be within range. Oh, I see, I see. This is some D&D Beyond stuff. Yeah, you need an easy gift to give your favorite this? DM this year? Give him the gift of D&D okay. Beyond. <laughs> uh, 31 D&D on D&D the lock picking of the roll. Shop. Oh yeah, well done. Picks open, it like closes up at the top, and you can see kind of the tension kind of roll back and forth as it comes to rest. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. God damn it, I didn't check if it was. Ah, fuck! I'm off my game. 11! 11! Oh, no! Perfect. Or is that Guidance. a nine? Is that a nine? That's a nine. So that's a uh, 14. Oh, that's okay, slightly okay. better. It's not a six. Slightly better. Fourteen's not too bad. Okay. Uh, it's not enough, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as the desk slides open, there is like a, a, a small column of, of material that looks like similar, like I want to say, like a concrete tube of some kind. That as it pulls back, something <laughs> ruptures from behind it, and oh. you feel a warm. Liquid of some kind just all of a sudden splash onto your chest. It's got diebacks. Fuck. That same black yeah. liquid that was near the door? No. Okay. It's jizz. No. <laughs> the fact that you had to say no. <laughs> no. You guys not be this way. Don't make too bad. Diarrhea. <laughs> 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 eight points of acid place. damage. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> as it begins to kind of burn into your skin, you all see smoke, this kind of like steam rising off of Chetney's. You turn Invisible Chetney. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you just see steam. <laughs> I think some got him. No, it's only when you attack or cast the spell. Are you attack or cast the spell? are you okay? What Oh gosh. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Did, Ooh, you did got you get that it open? Scoop in. No. Yeah. 
18? Oh, 18. Okay, so the acid does not continue to burn deeper oh. into your body. Oh my Shit. god. <sighs> you okay? I'm fine. I'm sure this is this is the mother load. It was worth it. Is there anything in the roll top desk? It's empty. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no way! I gotta feel around. Is there like yeah, a yeah, tunnel? Yeah. Does it open Falls into a tunnel? Yes. No. Oh. Is there just like thin wisps of smoke coming off of nothing in yep. front of us? Yep. Amazing. There's yeah. no like buttons in the desk or anything that could open Pretty up sure. something. Make else. an investigation check if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, Fern and yes. I were investigating the floor. She's okay. assisting me. All right. Mm. Fourteen. <laughs> okay. No, it appears to be a normal desk beyond that one interior <laughs> trap, and you're getting the sense that that there there are elements of this household that um, expect incursions. Mm. There's a little aspect of it that kind of, in a weird way, reminds you in a di different but similar oh, to like Lord Esteros, Esteros. Yeah. Um, but not quite as well constructed, um, not quite as deadly at the very least. Yeah, if they are down there just like watching the feed, like, I step over the door, it's like, whoom. Are there micro machines on the floor? <laughs> but checking the floor, uh, there doesn't appear to be uh, a slab or you know some some sort of a, a measure of of harder substance, and you're not catching any sort of hollow sounds. So it's not like a, a hollow right beneath the wood floor. There is an actual like floor surface and this, beneath. And the room we're in covers the entire floor plan of the of the house or, or these other rooms? The no, the, 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 just in the entryway, and then there's where the desk is, which is kind of like in a, a writing nook, and then there's the kitchen, and then there's the stairs that lead up uh, into the bedroom upstairs. We haven't gone to the what kitchen. kitchen? Under the stairs. <laughs> under the stairs is good. You know how sometimes people are under there? I'm going to go, what? Under, <laughs> under the stairs? People are, sorry, that's are there really people old. Under <laughs> <laughs> no people one's going to the kitchen. I'll, I'll go, go to the, the kitchen. kitchen. Who's going to the stairs? I'm gonna go, go into the, the stairs. stairs. Amazing. <laughs> okay. As soon as I get in the he kitchen, went. I am I'm getting as much as much cooking supplies as I can and popping them in the backpack. Yes, okay, you can do that. Yeah, you, you walk in here. It's it's a quaint kitchen. There's antique. <laughs> um, you can see they have like uh, a another cable similar to what that oh. that trap was made from, but it's kind of hanging from two parts of the ceiling, and there are all manner of pots and spoons and ladles all just kind of hanging from it. They've all kind of slid to the center and gathered, and those can all just hanging on hooks. You can pull them off pretty pans, easy. Baking trays and some some flour, some just some, lots of baking stuff. You can definitely plenty of that. And you're making you're making noise going through here and gathering cooking supplies. Ding, ping, 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 ping. And I look at the spice yeah. cabinet. You just see that, like there's a washing basin. There's uh, what looks to be like twelve dirty bowls that are just kind of stacked and uncleaned mm -hmm. off to the side. A service for 12. Well, unless you're just really lazy and you don't wash. Hmm. You're just quickly surviving. Maybe it's a sign of them just coming up and down really quick. Huh. I keep looking for doors and shit okay. after reading the spice cabinet. So you read the spice cabinet and make uh, an investigation or perception check. You know, your choice. Travis and I, perception. we have a lot of cups. So I mean, I don't think you were judging by that. You but would you think we wash them. You don't leave twelve dirty amount bowls. of coffee mugs. You guys. I collect mugs. I know, but you don't leave twelve 15. of them dirty. No. Fifteen. Uh, you look around the room, and. There's the the wall beyond where kind of the the kettle is set, where there's the washing basin. Then there's the the closet where the spices and like the flour and other elements are kind of hidden. Uh, and then to the side of that, there is kind of facing back in towards like 
the wall that faces where under the stairs would be, essentially. Um, there's a painting hanging on the wall, and you kind of watch the texture of the stone uh, that the, the wall is comprised of kind of just ever so faintly shift at a certain point. Almost like there's the seam where the stones are set, and one bit of the stone is a little bit further forward than the other. I mean, it's it's pretty thin. There's there's nothing. I mean, you can't get your fingers in there. FCG. What? What? I, does this seem off to you? I take the the painting. I mean, the what is the painting of? The painting looks like it's it's a delightful sailboat. On the Barrel Sea, you can see it has this kind of early morning color to it, like just post the sunrise. You know, it's like bright orange and like vibrant yellow, with the, the blue green sea beneath it. It does seem off. The, sh- the shading is very I pedestrian, I know. and the brush strokes like are just sort of sloppy. And he, but maybe this confirms he's a boat person, mm. so maybe <gasps> Coral, oh, maybe right. they could, you know. Little. But also, but look at this, but the, but I'm going to lift off the painting. Okay. It's Anything? a wall. But do you see this? Do you see this? Does what? this look weird to you? I'm going to try to reach hey. through it. It's stone. But you see that there's there's like a seam from ceiling to floor there, and the stone on that, kind of where that portion of the wood wall is placed in is a little bit forward comparison to the rest. The wall behind the painting? Yeah. As a little... <gasps> right. Okay, okay, move the painting away. Okay, all right. We're gonna push the, push the oh, sorry. Well, I'll wait till you're done. There's so much stuff in this, I'll just, I'll just put it in the sink behind the doors. <laughs> That's right. where painting should go. Yes. I'm going to push against the wall and see if it opens. It does not move. I'm going to pull the seam. Okay, kind of pull the seam best you can. As you do, you see the base of the of the floor, where the, the wall and the floor hit. The wall seems to shift upward a little bit. And with a few of you helping, you can get underneath it. Yes, I get and it actually pulls upward oh. to the ceiling. It's a DeLorean. Um, yeah, so this DeLorean wall, <laughs> straight up. Um, as you pull it up, there is a kind of roughly hewn staircase that descends and then curves around to the right into darkness below. Wait, wait. Okay. I'm totally silent. Check it out. Well, wait. Yeah, I go down with my. Wait, is everyone here? Everybody yeah. here. They're getting found. Okay. Silent boots going down the stip. Do I see any traps on this fucking roughly hewn staircase? Make an investigation check. Goddamn, like How soldering many iron or something. Stairs have has Chetney fallen down. Two, three. Fuck! <laughs> Steep stairs are Chet's worst Nine. enemy. Nine. Okay. Roll that D one hundred. The stairs do not appear to be trapped. Oh, Lord, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. I uh, feel around invisible. for a little Orum and gui- guidance. Guidance. Okay, I'm gonna stealth. Just so we don't catch like a two by four to the face, is that an advantage? Because invisible. For stealth, stealth, stealth. yeah. Uh, if for, for being seen, yes. If you're trying to be quiet, oh, quiet, heard, right? Does not. Okay. Well. Uh, fourteen. All right. Fourteen. Okay. Are you coming on my six? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That's probably, I've got one hand on your shoulder. We're just two invisible guys. Yep. One of us smoking. <laughs> 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 the two of you descend down. Uh, do both of you have dark vision? 
I do. You do. I don't think I do. Oh, right. no. So you you descend into a space <laughs> with no light. I'm just listening. You're just listening carefully. Um, the stairs continue and curve to the right, and there's a small opening at the bottom of the stairs that leads into a basement-like chamber that is lightless. Lightless. How's that smell? You can definitely smell a stronger scent of humanoid sweat. Um, as you step in, being as quiet as you think you can possibly be, a voice goes, oh, it's something. Oh, no. And something, and you watch as a skull gets like tossed from far back in the chamber. It hits the ground and rolls kind of in front of both of you before it stops to look up at you, its jaw open, and its eyes brightly flash an incredibly white, searing light. Both of you need to make constitution saving throws for me. Oh boy. Is this against magic? Doesn't matter. This is, yes. Uh, 19. 15. 15. You are blinded. Okay, I was blind already. Right, but now you are really blinded. Really blinded for the next minute, no, okay. while you just kind of avert your gaze for just a second. At that point, the skull light seems to shh, coalesce back inside its space as it just lies there, motionless. Um, as soon as that happens, uh, a sense of fright comes over you, and as okay. long as you are blinded, you are also considered frightened. Okay, oh, so I can't God. go any closer to the skull. Or towards yeah, towards so, so so the skull's right there in front of you, and you were like. Unable to kind of step into the room proper at the moment until you manage to shrug it off. Oh man, Chet. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> well, this is happening. You kind of look up at the direction where it came from. You can see two figures. One of them takes, there was a table back there, goes and kind of shoves it over onto its side <laughs> to form a barricade kind of right in front of the door past where the skull is. What are you going to do? Uh, Everybody get down here. Uh, we are friends of. Who the fuck are we friends if of? If one of you is Evan Old Kai, please don't kill us. We've come a very long way from the Hardmore Hamlet. We were sent by. Astani. <laughs> Make a perception, or sorry, a persuasion check as you hear them both quickly whispering, and one of them is like pulling something out and reading it oh rapidly wow. in front of them. Seventeen. Perception check, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, a natural twenty. Whoa! Yes. Yeah. So yeah, there it okay. is. Okay. We're coming down. All right. So the rest of you are starting to like gather down the steps. Uh -huh. As you're clouding behind, <laughs> you're giving your speech out loud. You can see them nervously, kind of one has hold, hold, you don't see anything. Yeah. Uh, you're just kind of shouting out and your quivering voice here in the middle of the dark space beneath. Um, are you bringing a light source with you? I'll turn um, on my eyes as light. Yeah, I have dark vision. If I, okay. if I dancing lights it, um, it'll drop his invisibility. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn on lights. Go off, FCG. I got high beams on. Okay. Uh, as your lights come in here and you, you finish this, mm. this plea, you see as, as the table's impacted, one of them is currently like quickly reading from a scroll. They look like they have like a pair of, of goggles or glasses over there and they're like reading as the other one. You see what looks to be a, um, a half-elven woman is in the process of reading the scroll, kind of thick black shoulder-length hair um, and is just feverishly reading past as what looks to be a male halfling in his uh, older years, mm -hmm. uh, mostly balding, kind of a, a gray-brown wavy mop of hair over a kind of a, a ruddy brown complexion, um, is currently kind of looking over. Wait, someone said my name. Yes. Oh, uh, hello, hello. We're friends. Professor Kerr. 
Stop I reading that thing. The woman finishes reading, the scroll burns, and you can see suddenly this dark corner of the room, as you all bring your own light in, the far corner begins to alight in its own right. What you can see now is a large circle, about a 10 foot by 10 foot circle on the ground of various glyphs and symbols <laughs> begins to brighten up. Are they teleport? And as it does, you can see the uh, the woman goes, now! No, 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 runs into the circle, she I get vanishes. You go running in as well? Yes! Ebenol goes, ah! And he runs into it and vanishes. I, I go to. All right, this is. We got six seconds, right? You got six seconds for everyone to follow behind. Are Let's you all rushing go. in? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way. Anyway, I just yank him. Make make a contestant strength checks. I'm afraid. Yeah, I know you can't go in there. I'm gonna help. You're wild. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. We're both doing it. Okay, you do. So yours. Or you got an advantage. You both roll separately. You roll. I don't know if I'm stronger than you. You are. You've got to be stronger than me. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm oh roll. my god! Okay, okay, okay. Come on. Jesus Fuck. Christ! But I'm no. I'm also super weak. So. Yeah. So it's contested. Come on! No, I rolled a six. Okay. I okay, rolled a okay. three. Oh. For, so it's a three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, okay. Team Tiddlywinks over here. In the brief minutes, as 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 the rest of your team is vanishing, just just praying and diving into whatever this strange ritual circle is in the middle of the room, as its energy begins to slowly fade before it closes, you begin just screaming as they drag you over the skull, and you run towards the back end of this room before you rush into the circle just as the final throws of its magical instrument begin to fade, vanishing in a flash of light. That's where we're gonna go to break. Oh. What if we're going to the moon? <clears throat> I'm so excited. Yeah, that's where we're going. To the moon. <laughs> what if it just took us straight back to Drusar? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> we'll find out shortly. Oh, but god. in the interim, we're gonna go to break. We'll see you back here in a few minutes. Hey. Hang tight. We interrupt this Critical Role Podcast Network broadcast to bring you news of dangerous treasures that lie sealed within the Critical Role shops. Only the hardiest of adventurers should dare seek them out. In all seriousness, though, I'm Matthew Mercer, and we've made some very cool things that we really like and hope you will, too. If you'd like to support the show, please consider visiting any of our Critical Role online shops through the shop tab at critroll.com and see if anything catches your eye. Okay, back to the show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I often think about what a cool superpower it would be to freeze time. Not go back or forward, because in the movies that causes lots of problems, but to just stop it. Like, if I could stop time, get a bunch of work done, then restart time and go home to see my family, that would be the dream. Sometimes life just feels like a constant balancing act of trying to figure out where to give your energy. But the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. The therapists at BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you identify what matters most to you and help you find a way to give more time to it. By filling out a brief questionnaire, BetterHelp can match you with a licensed therapist specific to your needs and even lets you switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Critical Role. 
It's an amazing accomplishment to see your business grow. However, sometimes when you grow too fast, cracks start to emerge. Maybe you realize you have too few employees or your old processes can't manage the increased workload. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash critical role. That's netsuite.com slash critical role to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash critical role. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy thanks to the wonderful folks at BarkBox. BarkBox delivers fun toys and delicious treats customized to your pup every month so your dog can feel extra spoiled. Each box comes with a whole new collection of goodies for your pet and even has special themed boxes to celebrate holidays throughout the year. And if you're worried about the toys being ripped apart in minutes, BarkBox has you covered with ultra-tough toy options for your super chewer. And for a limited time, BarkBox will double your first box for free! My dog, Rigatoni, totally endorses BarkBox. He gave it four out of four paws. Whenever he smells our BarkBox come in, he springs into his cute little happy dance and immediately begs for a treat. Oh, and as a chicken connoisseur, Riggy highly recommends their chicken-flavored products. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash Critical Role. That's right, you can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash Critical Role for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. And welcome back. So, as the rest of you have stepped through this spontaneous, briefly appearing circle of magic upon the floor and found yourselves one by one transported to some place unknown. One by one, you all begin to emerge into a darkly lit, shaded cavern where there's some odd, challenging to make out sources of firelight. A tall, rocky ceiling rises above you with black, almost obsidian-like stone, volcanic porous rock above. You can see a number of black chains that hang from the ceiling to carry lanterns that lies still with no breeze, and casts some of that faint light into the room. The air immediately catches you to smell of kind of a, a sulfurish scent, like charcoal and burnt matter. Turning. 
turning this into the non-stars <laughs> version. Laura. No. <laughs> Stop it. The air, the temperature here is also uncomfortably, not quite unbearably hot, but uncomfortably hot. And immediately as you like inhale, as you take in your surroundings, you can feel your lungs kind of fill with the hot air and sting for a moment. You already feel like your body getting warm and sweat beginning to pool in some areas between your armor or clothing. And you can see in the middle of this, what you assume is a subterranean chamber, there is a slow drifting channel of molten rock that just kind of lazily sits and moves through the center. Kind of an orange glow that emanates from it on that side of the room. On the edges of this chamber, you can see gathered sections of tables, chairs, bits of furniture strewn about. We are. Oh, we, yes, are. we are. Last, from last campaign. Yes, yes. we the, the, are. Wait, 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 was that Astani's place? Yes, it was. Plane Walker. Plane Walker. Plane Rider Rin. Oh, Plane Rider Rin. Rin. That Plane Walker Rin. <gasps> that's who the girl is. That's who the female elf is. Oh my god, that's totally my god. It is. Ashley's totally lost right now. Hey, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch this show. So. <laughs> it doesn't. Does it? We wouldn't know. Never mind. That's no medicating uh, shit. Plane Rider Ren was a t is was a tiefling. Teacher. Tiefling. Oh, oh, I thought it was a. But it could be a disguise. But it still feels like that place. We could let Matt talk. That was on the fire plane. Yeah, it was. Right? On the fire it was plane. a fire plane. Yes, plane of fire, and there was furniture in a cavern. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like like shut up, shut up. I'm sorry. Not's kid died. Yes. 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 Oh, I was there. I was there. That's what they're referring to, yeah. That's I what they're there. referring to. Well, we don't know. Yeah. But standing in the middle of this chamber, kind of taking it in, you can see the two other figures that were fleeing from you before are standing about 30 or 40 feet from you across the chamber. The, uh, the half elven woman is in the process of loading a heavy crossbow bolt into a large crossbow that she's no, picked no, no, off no, the no. wall. As the young, sorry, the young, the, the older male halfling is like, Wait, wait, wait. You see, like, sweat off his brow. You can see his kind of pronounced wide nose and, like, bushy chin beard that kind of gathers around the base of his kind of shoulder set head. You see his kind of button up white shirt itself kind of open a bit, the collar itself a bit stained and now soaked through with sweat already as he puts his hand out. We have a letter from Ro Astani for you. Hold on. If I might inquire as to um, who you are and what you, is your involvement with Ro. Quick question. Am I invisible still? Yeah. Yes. After all that? Okay. And I can't drop yeah, it. Yeah, I can drop it. I drop it. <laughs> is he, that's who was talking. Here's the letter. Mm. No. Here's the letter. I mean, he can't walk any closer, can he? Well, that uh, was the no, skull. Was oh, okay, yeah, okay, so. okay. Thank God. <clears throat> We're Bell's Hells. We've come a very long way to find you. You see, the half elf woman now has finished loading the crossbow bolt and is like, <clears throat> picked it up and it's just kind of like trying to hold it up, but doesn't isn't doesn't seem to give you the air of a of a trained soldier. Do you need uh, help with that? Shh, I've got it. We're seeking the aid of the Grim Verity. So, since she drops it a bit and looks at him again, he looks back. 
you know, opens and takes the letter out. You all quietly sit in that stillness, that cross-stared, reactionary position as he slowly reads through the letter. Folds it up, wipes his forehead on his sleeve. All right. Berin, Berin, I do put it, put it down. It's all right. She slowly lowers the crossbow. Well, I just, it was um, unexpected to have visitors not as aggressive as uh, expected, I suppose. <laughs> and then like, the crossbow bolt sticks into the rock and ricochets off. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Puts it down, you can now see she has these uh, kind of thick bottle like you know, bottom of his glasses on the front of her face, with this like silver elven, elven scrolling tattoos around the eyes, um, this like slacks and green blouse, and she just kind of stands there. This kind of twig of a, of a woman looks to be in about her forties or so, um, and the halfling kind of rolls the sleeves up a bit and steps forward. Well, I am Professor Ebenold Kai, as you seem to be inquiring about. And um, kind of holds a letter. If you are indeed uh, truthful in this, we could use friends <laughs> in these uh, extremely uh, quickly closing times. Those judicators in town, they were looking for y'all, weren't they? I can only assume so, yes. Were you the ones that took the... Um, I was not, but um, Dr. Berlin and looks back to her, and she now steps forward, and she sets the uh, crossbow off to the side. Yes, I'm one of them. Uh, there were three of us to begin with, actually. To begin with? Bell's Helders, you said. Yes. Is that a communal name? Are you all known as Bell's Helders? Yeah, we're together. Who's your appointed leader? <laughs> Fern. All right. Yeah. I'm still invisible. Yeah, there's not even acknowledged you yet. Uh, my name is Dr. Baron Veshtishow. Baron. B A R Y N. Baron. B A R Y N. Veshtishow. I am a doctor of Exandrian history out of Alphansia, specializing in research on the founding in this schism in our most ancient of histories. Um, me and two compatriots uh, had, in recent years, discovered a, a unique series of, a trail, if you will, leading to some secret texts that have led us, unfortunately, in the crosshairs of some of the more dangerous and powerful entities in Basselheim. So, yes, I do believe these uh, judicators are here because of us, looking for us. Boy, it's hard to know even where to begin. Um, where are we? 
Oh, um. Looks over back towards uh, the halfling. We are currently in the um, abode of a compatriot of ours, who has been extremely helpful uh, and an ally to the Green Variety for some time. In and uh, you all kind of watch as he kind of points past you, and as you all emerged and are looking towards them, you kind of glance over your shoulder, and you kind of in your fear and intensity, didn't take a moment to focus and notice there was a third figure in the room behind you. And as you turn, you immediately see a, yes, um, a female tiefling. Looks to be an older 50s, um, like a deep, deep ruby red skin color with this kind of like, white, almost sky-blue piercing eyes with just a single black pupil dot in each. These uh, horns that curl back and up and almost like these two large pointed horns about that size to the back of the head and this very, very short black hair that's cut just to the base of the skull with these like gray streaks that kind of comb down in two parts. She stands there in like uh, what looks to be a combination of robes and some leather armor, um, and is just holding a particularly crooked-looking wand in your direction. Indeed, you have come to my abode, uninvited, but seem to have some sort of business with some of my friends, so consider yourself at the moment not burned to a crisp. Apologies for the intrusion. Accepted so far. You live here? In, in this lava place? It's one of my chosen places of research that I occasionally sleep in, so yes. Um, okay, well it's very nice. I mean, it's warm. Thank you. I'm Rin. Who are you, and why are you here? Bell's Hells. Right. Came to find Professor Kai, and we've been on a search of sorts as well, following a trail much like you and your friends have that has led us to um, some real spooky stuff about the moon. I kind of exchanged some glances. I do apologize if I don't seem extremely uh, eager and gracious at the sudden arrival of individuals that are unfamiliar, yet band about with bits of information that would easily get them and us killed. Uh, as a precaution, and please do understand, kind of holding the wand out, they kind of reach their hand out, and as they begin to tug their finger into the air, you watch as from the lava on the front of the chamber, a flaming entity comprised of Lava and flame begins to emerge from the center of the room and kind of stands there and just looms, crackling. So. What's their name? Oh. Do they have a name? This is Niles. Niles! Niles will destroy you if you make any fast movements. Okay. Okay. We're outside the city now. Oh, yeah, we're in the elemental plane of fire. My apologies. I should have been specific here. But ways far from where I think you might have been before. Right. Yes. Um, 
as, as Orem and, and, and I'm sure Imogen, that's Imogen, by the way, and that's Orem, uh, will probably tell there you. There we go, real names. Um, real names. Bell's Hells is also a real name. Right, but I can't refer to each and every one of you as Bell's Hells, Bell's Hells, Bell's Hells. That, that just feels strange, it's a bit weird to me. I don't do well with organizational overarching titles. It's just a bit presumptuous. We thought that would be easier. Anyway, I'm sure that they will tell you. Um, we've had quite a few. Um, encounters with Rudus and those who um, affiliate with it, and this goes all the way back to um, to Balan and, and Zahar Loomis, the Loomis twins, and and following the the trail that they left behind. I see on your face, I struck a I struck a chord, didn't I? <laughs> struggle, I struggle, struggle, <laughs> As this figurine kind of glances over with a somewhat furrowed brow to the others, you see Ebenold kind of like places a hand to his chest. Oh, oh apologies. I'm not, didn't mean to be insensitive. They were um, too young to have been caught in the, the crossfire of our research. They were very bright and. Very intelligent, with a, with a vibrant future ahead of them until we pulled them into this. So understand there is some hard emotions. We know they're not the only ones, too. Anyone poking around too much. The subject of Ruidus. And why are you poking around? Is this worth the risk to you? Even you coming here, who are you doing this for? Well, uh, several reasons, actually, but uh, we've recently discovered that I was Ruidus born, and my mother was um, very much is very much affected, as am I, and um, recently more and more powers have been emerging and um, more and more dreams have been happening, and um, I know this all sounds... Ebenold's eyes are going wide and he kind of looks back towards her Baron and says, is she an exultant? I don't know what that is. Dr. Baron kind of steps forward. In our research, we, um, there have been certain rudies born who uh, exhibit a particularly strong connection uh, to the, the entity in the sky um, and begin to, uh, well, as you describe, exhibit certain capabilities, if I believe so. This is a bit beyond my personal purview. This I show them my arms. Yeah, Ebenold steps forward and this is very much like some of the others. Yes. Liliana Temold. There's the look of recognition on Ebenold's face. You knew her? I did. Uh, you know her? So you kind of like now, more than ever, like taking in your features and goes like, and I assume you are her daughter. This makes a lot more sense now. Oh. <sighs> 
Rin. Rin. Keep Nars around, but there was no need for this much alarm for now. Very well. I suppose welcome to my home. And, um. Well, please do continue to talk, discuss amongst yourselves. I'm curious to hear. Do we have any, like, housewarming gifts? I don't know. I don't know. I could try to cook. all these leaves <laughs> gave me. Man, it's I could try to cook something real quick. I have, a, I have a taste of Taldori tankard. Oh, okay, that's something. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good, if they collect. Yeah. The truth is, we all have questions, not just Imogen. I mean, Imogen's are the most no, yeah, related. No, yeah, obviously it's not just and, about. No, I'm, but, but, but we, we're all, we all have questions, and, and um, many, of, many of those questions have led here. Um, and boy, it would be great to just get as many answers as we could. And, and also help you. You said that. Um, you said there was three of you. Is it the three of you in this room, or is there someone else as well? Uh, at this point, uh, I mean, all goes. Uh, no, there are many members of the Verity. Oh. Um, Cross Exandria, yeah, um, some who we've lost. Um, but uh, me and my compatriots here in the city. Um, have been helming the development of the Omen Archive for quite some time. This is where we encountered Liliana and others uh, of the same like over the years on our research. Um, however, uh, Rin, Plane Rider Rin, actually, is my full title here. I've seen quite a, quite a many strange things, but what they're talking about is quite strange. Quite strange, quite fascinating, but quite strange. Well, uh, we have been compatriots for some time, and uh, Rin has become a, uh, more or less, a member of the Grim Verity out of necessity in recent years, as our interests have overlapped. Um, Dr. Berlin, however, and leads back, and Dr. Berlin goes, me and my compatriots, this, um, pertaining to, to Ruidis, we have uncovered some upsetting inconsistencies in uh, historical presentation. Uh, we, um, please do understand, if in telling you these things, you, you very much fasten yourselves to our fates as well, whatever dark path it might go. So I, I dug pretty deep. Yeah, we've had several uh, run-ins with Odahan Thule already. Right. She killed me. Very, very intense. Right. Abrogus, well, the fact that you endured to come here says much of your capabilities. This does aid our, uh, our fortune somewhat, I hope. <laughs> Sorry about the um, the rude uh, encounter in my basement. I was uncertain who was. No, I mean we were, we were breaking into your house. Pretty understandable. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Doctor Baron. Well, um, we 
discovered some inconsistencies, and we uh, spent years orchestrating a way to network and locate these texts on the sly. Uh, they were under such heavy guard, we knew that they, they, there was something more to them, more important, that even the highest of high bearers, the highest of clerics, would not just disavow their knowledge of their existence, but would push us away at every turn, denying any such thing. Uh, one of uh, my compatriots, Arnold Draught, was taken during the escape when we found and absconded with these texts, and is likely still in the sanctuary's hands. My other compatriot, Janina, uh, came with me to find and work with the Grim Verity, uh, which Janina was already a member and was our entry point to their troop. Um, Janina is currently off-site trying to gain information about uh, the Nexus site to the north of the city. Um, but hoping that we had avoided uh, the trail, and for some time seemed to have managed to have done so, uh, had kept us on the up and up. But in, in recent months, there was a, a dust-up in Ancarel with adjudicators arriving and searching for us. That spread to Basaris and uh, one of our compatriots, Hondia, apparently recently had his home destroyed. Um, oh. Most of our members had to scatter and keep running. Oh, uh, a number of weeks back. Oh, all right. Right. Uh, so most of us are scattered about just for our own individual safety. And we've kind of been jumping between Rin's abode here and trying to contact and work as we can between there and um, Ebonaut's basement and uh, wherever abouts Rin is willing to take us. Goes, yes, you know, it's the wonderful thing about magic is eventually you become everyone's transportation device. <laughs> but no, really, I don't mind, I don't mind. This is really fun, it's quite enjoyable and a very strange, very intriguing series of mysteries which keeps me embroiled and less frustrated. What brought you to this all? Plain rider, if you don't mind me asking. Hmm. Well, uh, I, my research generally <laughs> focuses around uh, all things odd and astronomical, interplanar oddness, uh, inconsistencies in the way that different realities uh, align, overlap, tear into each other, pull apart, um, and even just beyond the outer boundaries of Exandria and beyond. That's kind of where some of us met in our various uh, astronomical uh, aspirations and philosophical debates. Anyway, I've, um, I've discovered some strange inconsistencies in the way that the energies have been moving, the, the ley lines, the magical powers that guide the patterns of, of energies across Exandria and through the different uh, realms that overlap. Um, and this movement seemed to be uh, incorporating with uh, bursts of energy uh, uh, that over time the patterns seemed to coincide with these recurring flares of the moon ruins. Yeah. So when I began to ask around for specialists from Ruidus, um, eventually I was, uh, through my contacts and uh, uh, allied compatriots on the higher ends of, of education, sent me to find those who work on the Omen Archive, and that's I met Evanold here, and that's where I came to be here. Um, also, had found some some strange abnormalities between the most 
the realms in proximity to Exandria, the Fey Realm being one, uh, and the uh, the Shadowfell, the other. What's that? Constructions. Things being built. There are, and I don't mean to alarm you, there are forces at work here uh, that are delving into the, the coming apex of these powers, these energies. To what specific means, we only have our thoughts and possible ideas. But, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah. And give us 50 more. Uh, can I turn back to uh, Berlin, Baron? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Berlin, you can go back to yeah, Berlin. Berlin. Um, you read the texts that you stole? Yes, um, we've all studied them extensively here. We think it might be a very important key to what is, to what these other individuals are working towards. Did they say anything about um, a city? Nothing about a city. On Ruidus? No. Oh. Guess we have some new information for you. So you think, uh, your information is that there's powerful forces at work to try to focus and hone some sort of energies to the apex, the, the apogee solstice? Mmm. They're a bit learned, aren't they? Love it, love it. Okay, I apologize for talking down to you. No. I'm no. just used to having to. Uh, but yes, the Apogee Solstice. Usually, oh, I've been so excited for some time for it to come, but it's getting complicated. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, uh, I, I... There are these... Do you, how, how familiar are you with the uh, Cerberus Assembly? Oh, we've one on one or two of us have heard of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're the. We stole the... some stuff from them by accident, purposely by accident. Oh. From Odahan. Okay. They kind of run Wildmount. Yeah, and they're working with Odahan Thul. And Indeed also this. I mean, he's kind of attractive. A uh, person named the Nightmare King. They all look a bit befuddled by that. Not quite sure what that means. Ira. Ira. Glass. Glass. Rin, Rin kind of like gives a coy smile. And goes. Windegoth. I think I know who you're talking about by reputation, not personal interaction. But they're. Woven into this as well. That's interesting. Apparently, um, yes. Put their own games. Exactly. More huh. of a hired hand helping with them. Um, she goes ahead and like gestures with her finger, and a nearby chair kind of like <laughs> scoots over, flips around, and oh, she no, sits in it with the tables are alive. <laughs> with the back of the chair <laughs> kind of facing her. <laughs> as Plain Rider Ren kind of rests her arms over the top, the giant horns kind of curled up from behind. She goes, "Do go on." Oh well, that fella was helping some other folks. Make a device to to see into the into the sky to see Ruidus. So you've seen these devices as well. Okay. Oh, you've seen you've seen it, or one or I've seen two of them. Well, we 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 actually have been to Hondir's hideout in Basarus. Mm. 
technically that's a third one. Mm. Oh. And then there was one in, in the towers, in Drusar, that we kind of saw for like a minute before the whole thing exploded. Right. Which wasn't our fault. The one in Basarus we saw with that. With the glass. With the glass from glass, the Feywild. We have. We have. But we broke. But we mended it. But, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. work anymore. Anyway, we had the special magical glass that helped go into this device that let them see up to Ruidus, and you guys looked through and saw and a city. Yes, more and of a that, woven, And a woven city. net of, of magic. It was holding mm. something in or keeping something out. One or the other, that would be divine lattice work. Okay, okay, all right, this is, I'm, I'm pleased that we didn't find ourselves completely uh, impeded by dullards. This is delightful. All right. Um, well, by chance, that um, text mm. that you've read from Vassalheim. Oh, oh, I won't, I won't take that away. Please, Doctor Baron. Doctor um, Baron. Yes, of course. Um, so within these tomes, uh, some of the oldest that exist on Alexandria, if not the oldest. Books on record. Um, first off, they speak of two two deities that have been forgotten by history, that existed in the Pantheon long ago. One was referred to as Ethadoc. Oh, we got names. The Endless Shadow. Ethadoc. Mm. I'm spelling that wrong. E T H E D O K. Damn. The Endless Shadow. And Vordo, the Fate Shaper. The Fate Shaper? An A or an O? Vordo. Vordo? V O R D O. Oh, Vordo. Two. Vordo, the. What was it again? The Fate Shaper. Fate Shaper. Ethodoc oversaw the. Certain gods have different focuses, different realms that they uh, put their will over and guide and shape within all of Exandria's unique weave of power and influence. Ethodoc was the god of darkness and winter, and Vordo was the god of fate and order. Now, that was already disconcerting enough, but this historical uh, text also gave proof that Ruidus didn't exist for a time. And it's not that it didn't, it didn't just not exist, but it was created by the gods. The texts speak of an era during the founding where the gods showed fear. Something from beyond the stars that they recognized arrived here. And they called it Predathos. 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 This Predathos resisted their miracles and hunted them. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Spawning its own twisted life in its wake as it did. Wait, Predathos was one entity or was it several? As far as the texts go, I have no confirmation. But it is said that it devoured Ethodoc. Oh. And then Vodo. 
Oh, it's a god eater. The texts then speak of an accord between the gods and the primordial titans to carve a prison from Exandria itself, <sighs> to seal away Pradathos and send it away into the endless darkness above. It seems the prison, however, clung to our world and hung in the sky. There's a new moon. Our theory is that in attempting to erase this known history surrounding this prison with an air of superstition and cursed tidings, it would dodge enough interest to ever really become a danger again. That has worked for eons to their credit. However, I would be inclined to let this sit if it means the safety of all, if it weren't for this growing rise and ruidous flare activity that we've been, they've been studying. It leads me to believe that something is about to happen. Attempts to bring this to the attention of the High Bearers and the top clerics and priests, whatever they call themselves, have been met with extreme prejudice, denial, and now moves to silence us. They fear what we know almost as much as they fear losing the faith of their followers, their societies. So, this is what we know, and this is what you now know as well. Congratulations, you're tethered to cursed knowledge with us. What all do you know about Thor? Um, not more than what I've been told by the Verity. And uh, Ebenold kind of steps forward a bit, sits onto the ground. Thul is an um, extremely dangerous soldier, which if you've encountered them in the ways that you said, you would know <laughs> firsthand. What I do understand is that they were once an extremely pious entity. When they were at the height of their time as a soldier, they continuously spoke as they walked in the path of the matron, the Dusk Maven. And when the war finished, from what we've come to try and learn, Seems she may have lost her faith. Or found a new one. Perhaps. But what a soldier of her background wants with this sort of business is as confuddling as it is wearing. She's one who we've come to believe is like you, an exultant. Silent. And we think that as she's come into her powers, she's also been embracing these dreams, been embracing this pool to the Red Moon. They're all gathering, the Louis Disborn. That's who I've seen. She's built an army. From all over Alexandria. Many don't know why, but they spend their life savings to charter ships. They're all coming here. They've been for months. 
here meaning Eos or, or just this continent? Or? Okay. To join with Thule specifically or just join together with each other? I don't know specifically. But from our research through the Omen Archive for quite some time, these, these dreams, these portents, uh, we can only assume with this recent information that has been acquired that there is something, this, this Predathos is creating angers to this world in forms of you. Forms of what? So my powers come from, uh, from that entity. We have no confirmation, 100%, but we have long theorized whatever this, whatever is behind the Moonerville Omen is also behind these latent capabilities that you and Liliana and Rotahan exhibit. Well, not every Rudisborn does become an ex exultant. Those that do have seemingly been drawn to this place, this valley to the north. And they're all coming in droves now. To the Hellcatch? Do you know where my mother is? I assume she's there. She was... At she's working with Phil. She was a, an incredible subject when we were creating and forming the archive. She was our first true, studyable example of an exultant, we were able to conduct <coughs> so many experiments with her. She was a, a, a forthright volunteer. She grew frustrated with her inability to give the answers she sought. And Rotan found her, as did the assembly. And I think her, her personal need for answers overrode her judgment. I'm sorry. It's making more sense now. Thule and her army and her friends in the assembly and the unseelie court have spilled a lot of blood as they work towards whatever it is they're working toward. And we're all personally invested without really having much of a big picture here. What are you three intending to do? Well, I'm a professor, and she is a doctor. But she, and they point to the plane rider Rin, I 
I'm a doer. I make things happen. I make things get weird. <laughs> so, with their knowledge, their trust, some friends, I think we want to make things weird for these people. For your mom, sorry. Soda Hung, whatever they're doing out there, trying to free Pradathos, control Pradathos, destroy Pradathos, whatever it is, I don't like it. I don't trust it. I kind of want to stop it. How about you all? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I think I think what whatever it is, it does not bode well for a lot of people who we care about. And so yeah, this, the seven of us definitely want to help. There's someone that's not here. I was trying to do the math. A friend on of that ours one. got left in um Eos, are we gonna be going back to Eos? Another friend of ours is close also, but not super close, maybe. I don't really know what to say about him. <laughs> Rin, Rin just looks right over and goes, that one? Oh, okay, oh, you can yeah. see him. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to find you. Hello, plain rider. Oh, were you searching for a while? Yes, I'm plain Walker Chetney. <laughs> <laughs> I used to ride, but not at this age. <laughs> you have a plain walker? <laughs> it's just a plain old walker. <laughs> Hell of a spot you picked here with all the lava and stuff. <clears throat> you could see him the whole time? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to see what he would do. What was he doing? Really just touching himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so yeah, I, right. I, I have a question. So you said um, Imogen's mom, um, she was one of your first subjects that you would study? Or? Well, we, we studied many Rudes born over the years as we began to notice this increasing uh, frequency of flares. Like, we knew I've been studying its mysteries for quite some time, many have over the years, but it wasn't until this past decade or so that the Rudisborn number began to increase almost exponentially. It was a very rare thing for a very long time, and then in just the past five years, we've catalogued nearly 200. And that's just the ones that came to us the ones we sought out from rumors and hearsay. And Liliana was the first to to show these advanced properties. Well, I think, I think Imogen has some pretty advanced properties because she kind of blew out a whole block of, of of, of buildings and, and things. Is that so? Same writer's like, oh, you know, wasn't fully aware of it. But that's the thing. Do you know how to make her aware of it? Have you guys been studying these types of things to sort of hone in on it? 
this is a little out of my purview. How about you, doctor, professor? And then I'll just, ah, we can, we can, we can try, we can work on it a bit. Um, we don't have a terribly large amount of time uh, with the solstice mounting, but, but if we feel this is, if you indeed exhibit similar capabilities to your mother, it might be, it might be worth attempting to hone it a bit. I blew out a city by myself, a block decimated. Intentionally? No. See, that is what makes it dangerous. No, I, I fully understand that. They've got an entire army of that. Are you sure it wasn't intentional? I didn't. It just happened, Fern. After Laudan, it, it just happened. Well, the good news is what, what you're capable of is extremely rare. I do not think they have an army. If they did, uh, the Grim Verity would not have been able to do most of what it's been capable of doing within the past year or two. Um, maybe I can go through my notes. And when I worked with your mother, and we can run some exercises. I don't know, I'm not a, I don't train people to do mind things. Uh, Rin, it's like I can. We can probably have some discussion. We can set up some, you know, some some practice dummies. I don't. All right. I got some ideas. Are any of you affected by the moon? Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, uh, no, no, no! I'm, <laughs> I'm just like you. I'm, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not, not unique enough to have been touched by the red moon. But I have some skills of my own that I think will get me along just fine. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I'm catching up now. So, um, <laughs> Rodathos, uh, you said ate Ethodoc and Vordel. Would it be fair to say that Ethodoc, being the endless shadow, darkness and winter, that's a kind of a negative connotation. Would they be more of the betrayer god aligned and Vordel was one of the more prime deities? Uh, <clears throat> Dr. Baring goes, that is an astute observation. We have no confirmation. In these earlier stages, especially during the earliest founding, there was less of a division. Mm. Mm. There, the schism really helped define that divide. And even amongst that divide, it is not a, a binary. It is a very messy network of, of <laughs> winning philosophies and losing philosophies, really. Um, but at this time, they all just kind of worked together. But imagine, imagine, imagine something that the gods feared so much. Oh yeah, no, it's it's all fucking terrible. I'm just trying to think of the 50-50 split or if it's leaning one way more than the other. But you said Predathos uh, ate them, right? They consumed them. The, the translations of the text, that's the closest we have, yes. And you also said that Peace of Exandria was taken and used to make this prison up there? 
That's you, the city. Well, well, they could be the whole thing, but like, what, oh, what, yeah. what, pe- what piece of Exandria? Like, did they take? Like, imagine Exandria is like a pie. Like, wh- like, which part of the pie did they break off? Unfortunately, well, unfortunately, there isn't uh, there isn't any specifics to it. A but a flat pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, so they had to take a piece of uh, like a piece of the pie and put it up there. Like, we don't know from whence. These the texts are extremely early and do not go into detail. The best that we've surmised is that there. Perhaps there was a continent that no longer is, that is now what makes up the moon. And what about this city? Do you have any idea why it's there, who lives in it? Well, best we can understand. uh, Ebenold, do you have any, and Ebenold, you can see he's been sitting there thinking, goes, to be be entirely honest, the idea of this city is, is new information to us. But there are some notes here that say that as um, Priadathos went about its hunting, that it left some forms of twisted life in its wake. Perhaps, perhaps it's continued to do so within its prison. Oh, fuck. It made. Life forms? Which twisted life in his wake. Wow. That's, that's, that's all the text said. Twisted life. That's the translation. Predathos is a super cool name, don't get me wrong. Did the text mention any like other names that he goes by? No, that was the or only one. Or it goes yes. by, they go like by? The hungry one. Yeah, 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 the something a little catchier, snappier. The easier to say. Void of the tagline of darkness. No, no, the, no. It was it was the only the, text that even refers to it. It's it's just Predathos. Yes. Okay. So where where maybe we could give him some names. I don't know. Just where where did this Predathos come from? Just presumably wherever elsewhere. the rest of the gods came from, or somewhere beyond that even. But he wasn't considered a god. He was some other older. Yes. The deities came here and founded Exandria, and with the primordial titans built what it was to be before they themselves fought over its dominion. But the gods founded from their perspective, mm-hmm. from elsewhere, where founded. that is founded. Founded? <laughs> We all can have our own philosophical debates on what came before that, where they came from. Was it, and this is pre-calamity, mid-calamity? This is far before the calamity. This is the beginning of history. Something else you mentioned that I find fascinating is um, Ren. You said that there were mm. Weird inconsistencies happening with the Fey Realm and the Shadow Fell. Yes, yes. Um, so these uh, these assembly folks, 
them and Odahan, they've been building matching devices, both in the Shadowfell and the Fey Realm, at the same exact place where the planes overlap to this nexus. Have they been doing it in the Fey Realm as well? Mm -hmm. Which would be the the, The the thing that your your mom and dad was working. The Sealy Court. Well, you said that there there were three of these, so there's the... Shadowfell, Feyrealm, Shadowfell, Feyrealm, and the one we saw. And the Shadowfell is a place like this, like the Slava place where we are, but elsewhere? Kind of. If the Feyrealm is kind of a, a weird, dreamy, kind of nightmare nature veil over Exandria that mirrors it in some ways, but is also its own unique improvised interpretation of the world that you know and love. The Shadowfell is very much the same thing, but if it was like much darker and gothic and kind of hated life in itself, <laughs> um, not a fun place. Horrible. Don't recommend it. But those are the two planes that are closest. They kind of sandwich right around Alexandria. Like up in Alexandria and there and there. Yeah, pastels yeah. and then more of around. Yeah. So like a. Like a, it, a burger. It, it, it. Mm. So, the site in question, mm-hmm. the one that uh, we're talking about, the one that uh, everyone's walking towards. It's north of Eos. Okay, because all right, just I'm just trying to get, just trying to like work it all out. Um, we saw the one that um uh uh who Hotis who wait what's his name thank you I'm just saying <laughs> too many camp, too many campaigns um we saw the one that Hondir made his little fancy telescope um and um super sexy nightmare king guy uh was helping him. And Nightmare King was also making the one in the Fey Realm that Fern's parents over here like saw and then like stole from, and it was like a big deal. And then the other thing that I'm just trying to wrap my head around is uh, Odahan and her army are, are traveling around like dropping in and out of shadows and like materializing as like dark, Figures and then and then Killing they just and they, they and then they just dematerialize. Hmm. So I just don't know if maybe they're like going, for a second I was like and then going to the shadow, shadow realm to place. maybe like bamf in and out and like quick transport by jumping realms. Does that make sense? I mean, it can make sense. It's an interesting theory. It's not impossible. I mean, there are. Spitballing here. How hard is it to jump planes? No arms. <laughs> for some, maybe. I generally have made a habit of it. There's a few shortcuts here and there if you know where to walk, but uh, not terribly easy for the common man. Even the uncommon man. In fact, it's universally considered to be fairly challenging. Yeah. To do. But. Also, is there anything, I'm sorry, this is partially Marisha working it out, but is there anything to be said, that, like, you know, this uh, Pradothos, <laughs> 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 he's, he ate the 
endless <laughs> shadow and the fate shaper, a, a god person. Did they, did they, did, they didn't, like, those pillars still exist. Did they get, like, sucked into Pradathos, or is it just gone now? They, they, those gods are just gone. Your guess is as good as ours. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> mind you, uh, darkness, winter, fate, order, those were kind of then disseminated amongst the existing gods. Oh, the Matron of Raven like, is you know, know. currently the goddess of fate and winter, so they kind of got fair. scattered around a bit failed. with the absence of previous entities. So but um, who knows what happened? Maybe they're all still up there. Maybe they're still being digested. Maybe they're still screaming in their stomach. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Can I nope. jump out of the narrative for a second and the, the when this prison or whatever it is was created was back closer to the founding. It was pre-divergence, pre-calamity, correct? Oh yeah. Way, this way, is, way before. This this tome is some of the earliest texts that ever existed in history right. of Alexandria. Right. So way before whoever the uh human woman is who offed the pre or did something to the previous god of death. Yes, that, way before that. that oh yeah, the, 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 whoever became the Matron of Ravens <laughs> was uh, not terribly long before the Calamity kicked off. Right, right. Right, 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 right. That's part of the video. Um, okay. So, the site in the north of Eos. Uh, it's kind of been an Interesting point in my research. Uh, to no one surprise, it happens to overlap with an excavation research site that was commandeered by the Cerberus Assembly not but three months ago. So, this site I've myself been studying, uh, it's an excavation site of a ruin that has been reclaimed by the dusts of the valley. Uh, from what I could gather, it was a focus site for a solstice many, many, many centuries ago. And it helps my theory that ley lines actually shift over eons in a slow but cyclical pattern, meaning as they move, it's not randomized. There is an actual cycle to how these things move. Very slow, very expanded period of time. But this is a theory I've had for a long time, and it was very exciting to find some ways to find proof of this. Um, now, mind you, uh, so the focus. Uh, <laughs> Focus. Uh, when I say that, I mean it, it, it was constructed to be like a lightning rod of sorts, like a like a once before when it was a nexus as well. Uh, it could be a, a, a channeling point for this solstice energy. Uh, it seems to have ties to the long dead pre-Arcanum uh, Tishtan culture, which uh, is not much known about them. They were once kind of a nomadic, magic-obsessed society that traveled across Exandria during the time of the Schism, building small monuments and ritual sites. Uh, for purposes that we're still trying to figure out. Not a whole lot of information about them, but it's really interesting. They mysteriously vanished with a little record kept, and uh, I mean, why wouldn't you want to study that? That sounds, that's great, that, that, that's what puts you in school. That's what puts you through school. That's what makes good books, you write good reports, and get awards for that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, this site's been uh, one excavation point by the seminary <laughs> for the better part of the past five years, and then spontaneously about three months ago, the uh, assembly showed up and began to, oh, how did you put it? And then Evanold goes, they bullied their way into our studies. 
A deal was struck with the leadership of the assembly, or the leadership of the seminary and the assembly. Given the recent rumblings of the status, tensions, wishing not to get on the bad side of a foreign power on that scale of influence and capability, the the court of the Lambert Path and the seminary agreed to allow the assembly to oversee the excavation site as a, a loose partnership. But it seems now the assembly has slowly taken hold over the majority of the operation and barring much of the seminary members from directly delving at the site in recent weeks. That is where Janina has gone to investigate as well. Janina. The other person that went to get the tomes. So, that's around the same time that you left the seminary, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. The only one of us that's still currently working there is, um, kind of takes a moment to, to think over it and kind of glance over who. Kadisha Stumont. Indeed. One of our other Omen Archive compatriots. The rest of us decided to go into hiding for our own safety. And she's just there? She's the least publicly connected to our troop. And it is best that we have at least one public-facing individual that can keep an ear to the ground where we cannot. So, that is what she's doing. But she's not Grim Verity. She is. She is, but secretly. Most of us are secretly of Grim Verity, but um, she's been the most research-driven publicly over time and the least involved in these sort of goings-on. We keep her at arm's length intentionally for her own safety. I know this is a lot of information to take in. Yeah. Um, What do you wish to do? Stop them. (laughs) You know exactly where they're gathering, or is it just the Hellcatch Valley? Like, because we were told there was a few different possible places. The Panagrip Sands, the ocean north of the Odiran Wilds, the Hellcatch Valley. Do you know exactly where they're gathering? We know where this site is, yes. But it's only one of three sites. It's the only one on this plane. It is. They overlap each other in the exact spot on each plane. And we don't have an army. No. We're just Bell's Hells plus you and some other professors. And a plane rider and a plane walker. True. Plane rider kind of leans back in the chair a bit, kind of holding onto the front. I have a few friends that I can call in to maybe help once I give them the lowdown of some of the bad things that are happening. If you have any compatriots or anyone you want to call in favors on, uh, things are getting a little hairy here in the next few weeks, so, you know, now's the time to call in a favor if you got one. But is it just going to be, like, we don't even know who's who we're dealing with. It's Odahan, her followers. It's a lot. I the saw, Nightmare King, you saw you saw numbers? I mean, I, I saw. If you went with an army, it's going to cause a stir. So don't go in with an army. And Mel goes, after all, um, you've gotten this far as a small group. If we have a number of small groups going in individually, that gives us opportunities to distract from each other, that gives us opportunities to in, uh, infiltrate, maybe, give, to try and That's get in unseen, unnoticed, in a full-on assault, uh, 
especially with the assembly possibly at the core of this, I feel that will end very poorly. Yeah, plus we have somebody on the inside we can take advantage of. Who? My mom. I can try. Every, every time I've tried to reach out, she shut me down. Well, wasn't Odahan trying to get you to join as well? Yeah. Double agent. You could, but that's super dangerous, and I and you're already a fragile, a fragile soul. But she's very well, capable. No, 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 she's I know she can, but I mean, FCG. she's got, I'm talking about her emotional health. I'm we fine, can, I'm oh. fine. I know I cry a lot. Look, I know. <laughs> she goes to sleep every night crying, but, but it's okay. uh, yeah, but it's fine because you know what? I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm strong. I'm a strong, independent woman. <laughs> of course, you're a strong, but you also have to. You're strongest when you're with us, and if you're not, and if you're not, then I would just be worried about you. Is all. Well, I think when we got started with all this, we had a lot of personal stakes. A lot of good people were dying for no good reason, and now we all know this is a, a lot bigger than that, even. When you talk about these infiltrations, do you mean... Fey Realm and Shadowfell to where, where these machines are? Is that what you're, you're referring to? I, I'm whatever makes sense. For the plan, I am a, I'm a researcher. So if they're just building these telescopes and... Well, I don't think they're telescopes. That's the big question, is what do the well, machines what do? Are they, they going to pull it down, break it apart, <laughs> send it up, send them to the moon? What's it do? Because we can't fight an army. We can't. But we can maybe sabotage whatever those are. Fellow writer Rin, you've seen these machines. Do you know... Or have any idea what they do? Are they a transport, a weapon, a device to push or pull? I haven't gotten a close look. It's been a bit well guarded, but from a distance, what I can tell, they have. Distance. They definitely have a. some unique, planar projector or tether aspect to it, I can't quite point out. I don't know if they're trying to punch through the realms, trying to fold them together, or if they're trying to, like you said, pull it down, destroy it, break it open. It could be all sorts of things. It's the kind of thing that, well, if we had somebody on the inside or somebody we could interrogate properly, we could pull from within, that would be some fine information to have, don't you think? It would, and I think we know that the Unseelie Court is in the Fey Realm, and they're all twisted up in one of those machines. The Cerberus Assembly's fucking around in our realm, but the Shadow Fell. Do you know who's messing about in that place? Mm, not a whole lot of organized social contracts to be written in the Shadow Fell. Best that I can tell is that the Assembly has built a little more. He watches, she smiles a bit. Ramshackle, less well-guarded portion of their plan. Ooh, that might be our point of the first attack. Point. You asked what we were going to do. 
we know they're going to do something soon. We know that it's going to be big, and we know that it's going to be bad. This was personal before, but we got to figure it out now. We got to get there. We're starting with this dimension. Well, the ramshackled one. If the Cerberus Assembly, just my take, if they have their hands on two of the three machines, mm-hmm. and if you want to push on your mom. That might help us get to the Shadowfell or attack at least one point of the three, weaken one of the three legs. In this realm, I think those odds are a little more against us. What about the Fey realm? I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, Do you have some powerful entities uh, that can help us there? I mean, we could always ask my Nana. Grandmother, who's not my grandma. I don't know. She's my grandmother. She raised me. I love her. Um, we could ask her for help for sure. She's she's pretty strong. Do you, are you are you tight with the Unsealy Court or no? Um. Aren't you like a princess? I mean, sure. I I. That's what my grandmother always called me, so. <laughs> Just your grandmother? Um, yes. Hmm? So, but, I mean, um, I think we could probably ask her for some help. My, her, her name's Maury, and, um, she kind of deals with a little bit, I think. I think, I think they call her the, the Fate Stitcher, something like that. <laughs> the, fate, the Fate Stitcher? <laughs> Wait, why, is that the DM laughing or the character? No, that's Rin. That's Rin, like. You've heard of the Fate Stitcher? Indeed, indeed. I've heard of, uh, I've heard a few of these names you've mentioned. You are a motley. Tangled mess. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Care to share what the I chuckles are about? I know. I can't. Yeah, now that you know that we've got a tie to the Fate Stitcher, what's the first <clears throat> point of attack? The Cerberus Assembly and their ramshackle setup, or? I mean, the choice is yours. It seems, from what I can tell, and Janina's in the process of getting this, and looks back at the other two, that Janina's getting, the process of getting the most recent intel, but whatever they're doing, it seems that the Exandrian ruins here is the central focus, since the, no, that's where the research site's lightning rod-like focus is originally built. The other two ones are just supplementary, whether to make it stronger, to pull it between all realms, a lot of possibilities here. Now, whichever one you have stronger ties to, the Shadowfell is definitely a dangerous and less welcoming realm than the Fey Realm, but it also is the least guarded for that reason. Fey Realm probably has a little more protection, especially with the Unsealy's involvement with the Assembly and keeping it down. But if you indeed are a, uh, a connoisseur of the Fey and an ally into the Fade Stitcher, then I'm sure you could. Come up with some fun, strange things there. Who's the Fate Stitcher? I mean, is she a professional wrestler? What's with this name? She's a guardian of one of the Fanes on that side of the Fey realm. What's a Fane? 
A fane is a place of power. There are many hearts to the land. She's a keeper of one of them. Keeper of one of the hearts of the land. Fine, is this news to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Inside so. check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a persuasion or deception your choice, and then just tell me the number. Me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 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 15. 15. One. <laughs> <laughs> so she beat. Standoff. Yeah, rollies. 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 This Rollies brought to you by Dean Dignan. No unnecessary trips to the crowded post office. Get your friends' books immediately at dndbeyond.link slash crshop. 15 again. Fuck. Four. Or, well, no, it's just just straight up rolling. Oh, oh, oh! Well, then that was a nine. Okay, you still beat me. Okay. Um, it's a little bit of news to me. Hold okay. on a little bit. Well, <laughs> here's 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 the thing. Um, yeah, spill your pouch. Well, <laughs> your marsupial pouch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I kind of only. Was in like a, a, just like an area, you know. I I, I kind of stayed in my area with my grandmother. So there's a lot of of the Fey realm that I I, I still don't um, haven't fully gotten to visit yet. But um, my, my yeah my my my. Did you keep my, you trapped? No, 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 no. I just, no, no, no. I, I just, it's where I, I stayed, and I did see some, some people around, and I would go. Um. I think. Listen. <laughs> Let's ask some direct questions. My Have grand- you ever visited the Unseelie Court? Yes. <laughs> Inside check. Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay. I have. <laughs> Just kind of go, going and I've seen the outside. Um, you know, I have, I have aunties that work there. Um, you know. But and your grandma was guarding a, a sacred place that you you've seen or been to, or our house. Was it this? Was your house this heart heart fane place? Uh, it's a home. Did your home have legs? Chicken legs. No, but there's, I mean, it's it's a little, it's our home. It's a home, our, our house is a home. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing, I don't feel like there's anything strange or different about it. It's just, it was grandmother's house. We walked and around, you know, <laughs> on two chicken legs. <laughs> yeah, I have this normal. Um, she's, 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 She's very powerful. She's really strong. We gather. And you know, she's always taking care of me. And um, was she very much like? No, don't leave. Don't go beyond these boundaries. If you, if I catch you leaving, you're gonna get us banking. Well, no. I. She was very protective. Wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that I was safe. Does she fuck with the Unseelie Court? Maybe. 
she didn't really talk to me about it. Do you think she might be working for the bad guys? She made that gym. The green That's veins. true. I don't think. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> When the city court was coming for you, your sorry, when the city court was coming for your parents, they left you with Maury because it was one of the places the city court was likely not to go or look. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't feel like she's working with them. I think it's. I think. She might be more neutral than that. Something else I'm suddenly remembering. Subtly? Su suddenly. I'm suddenly, suddenly, I'm suddenly, suddenly remembering. Um, the Nightmare King has that crown. Yeah? That he, they took, that your parents stole from the device. And now he's roaming around with it. Yeah, he's gonna right. put it on, on He's gonna add it to whatever booty they have out there in the Hellcatch Valley. But that, they, they, that was stolen from the machine, like, so I'm guessing they're using just like powerful artifacts of some sort, right? Am I wrong? What are you, your DM? No, 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 Rin, no. Uh, Rin's kind of leaning forward, thinking for a minute. So you were saying that this uh, Ira Wendigoth. Yes. Nightmare King yes. um, is working with the assembly. Well, he's been working with everybody. Yes. First, he was. See, that makes more sense to yeah. me. His lives keep changing. I don't know because he worked on the the Fey Realm project, and then he came and he was working with Odon, and then he came and he was working with Hondir, and now he took whatever uh, the fucking what was the name of that crown, and then ran off with it. He's kind of dipping his toe in everything. A little bit of everything. He's kind of. That's chaos. That might work in our favor. Oh, you mean like he could be like our inside anything? man? Maybe. He seemed to. But what he is, seemed to like me, you know, in particular. But what does he? he what does he respond to? Money? <laughs> why, well, how, why does he keep changing alliances? He just goes where the wind blows, or he wants money, or Not what? Money. I don't think it's money. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's fun. Yeah. He's a chaos king. Because he was, a, he worked in the Apex War, and then he didn't have anything to do. What was more of his jam? Let me... So if we can get to him, maybe he'll be on our side. Chaos if it seems jam. interesting. I, I kind of feel like chaos is So we have jam. options. We can go try to make inroads into whoever's in this army in the Hellcatch, or we can take a detour and go to the Fey Realm. How much time do we have before Opportunity Solstice? Like 10 days now, yeah. 12 days? Mm, yeah, uh, roughly, I'll look at the numbers again, roughly about two weeks. Moontide Crown. Moon yes. Sorry. Sorry. Two well, weeks. The could be Imogen's mom. Feyrealm could be Mori. Feyrealm could also delay us by two years. Yes. Or it could take two yes. seconds. That is true. That's the, that's the only problem, but I, I yeah. But you're, you're, well, do you think your grandmother could control that? Yeah. Ring goes, that's not entirely wrong, not entirely right. If you have friends on that side, they can fiddle with the exit strategy. Oh. So we could get in and get out in three or four days, maybe. Maybe. 
What if we went to the Fey Realm and tried to fuck with their, pardon my language, I'm sorry. I don't know if plane riders swear. But if we tried to sabotage the the device that they're doing up there, maybe we wouldn't even need to succeed. We could just, we could just try to mess with it and lure someone, like if, if they sent out a distress call or something, maybe they'd send up some folks from from this plane to investigate and we nab that person and be like, hey, you work for us now, mister, and then send them back down. I don't know, that's a thing, maybe. I mean, I think it, you have to kind of look at it as Maury's super powerful and the Unsealy Court wouldn't fuck with her or go near that place. If she is willing to help us at least disable that supporting machine in the Fey Realm, it weakens the overall structure apparatus. Mm -hmm. If that even draws attention away or buys us any time before the Apogee Solstice, then, then we could try your mom in this realm. But I feel like more power, and she likes you, right? She's you didn't like her. steal she... her credit card when you no, left or anything. Oh my god, okay. no, she's one of my, I love her. I love her, and and I know that she loves me, whether... She would do us a favor. I think she absolutely would. No I think strings attached? <laughs> I'd fuck with that, instead of going to where all the heat is. I mean, she's, I think she would help us. She's what? very powerful. What if we get caught on the weird soup that is time and oh, miss the soul? We can, we can we can for sure, can it's a done deal. If I mean, Maury could help it's us out, right? Possible. possible. Back in my rider days, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I had to turn that ring in, though. What uh, plane, one. plane rider ring? What what sort of person or powers would we need to ensure that the time jumping would? Feels like Maury. Well, uh, there are two main possibilities. One, being granted exit via Archfey, or two, have an individual of significant enough power and personal life force tether to the realm to also facilitate your exit. Um, the Fade Stitcher may be capable of such a thing. Okay. We could ask also, we can, can't you send messages, Imogen, to the Fate Stitcher? Oh gosh, I could. It, it's possible it won't go through, but I can try. I don't know her personally, but. Oh, she's the best. She's at the absolute best. But if you do, if you do message her, just ask her if she's been feeding bombers, because I don't bombers? know. Bombers? I just, I have so many little babies, you guys have no idea. Just all of my all of my friends. Okay. But but sometimes okay. she wouldn't feed Bompers, so I'm just nervous that he might be dead. It's, it's fine. This is so not important compared to the whole entire else. world. Okay. Um, um Do you want me to try? If you want to. I mean I don't know. What are we asking? It's such an odd question. Hey, if we come visit you, can you get us back here without, without up Oh the my time? gosh, you guys, if you came to my house. Serious shit happening here, Fern. Serious shit. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just fucking life-changing, galaxy-eating monster. And the food you will eat, the most amazing food that she will cook for all of us. <sighs> this is gonna be. This would be like a vacation. This I would don't be know like if that's a vacation. Accurate. I I guarantee it. 
Is there something I can say to her that she will um, be more inclined to respond to? Um, just say, um, she always calls me her um, little bear cub. Okay. So just say it's your little ferny bear cub, and um, we need to come visit. Uh, come visit, but we also need to get back in time. I don't know how you word that, but can okay. you get us back in time? Sure. Let me try to center me. I don't know. Is All right. This... All right. Wanna, I'm gonna do, try to like a personal item of hers. Would that help the connection or no? No. Just describe to me what she looks like. Exactly, and her name is Maury, Granny Maury. Granny Maury. Maury. Um, yeah. The face stitcher. Um, she's very tall, very tall. Um, she looks like, you know, like any old grandmother. <laughs> Great. I'm picturing like white hair, glasses under like a little bonnet. Betty White, but eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> taller, taller than that, probably. Oh, taller what? than eight. Well, I mean, how do you think I got so tall? You're not related to her. Well, we don't, we don't, we don't fully know that, right? No, we know that, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking certainty. I just don't believe it. Okay, I'm gonna try to send Rizzo to see if it works. Who knows? With the description that she gave you. Tall okay. grandma. <clears throat> it's a fate stitcher, I am familiar. Okay. Two dimensions away. But it's more like B. Arthur instead of Betty White. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Maury the Fate Stinker. Stinker. Maury the Fate Stinker. The old Fate Stinker. The old Fate Stinker. She does have some crazy toots. Maury the Fate Stitcher might be enough. You could try it. Pull that flourish. You could also hold like one of her postcards yeah, yeah, or something. Like a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that'll help, but it, it might. It's not like scrying. <laughs> it's like, well, but the, this, okay, this is I mean, postcard. this is her writing. Well, okay, I know what she writes like. I'm picturing big eight foot hands that can write and paint. She wears lots eight of fabrics. Hands. She wears oh, no. Hands. Oh, no. She's wild and things. Um, but, but tiny feet. Large hands. Okay. Before we go jumping on a tear to the Feywild, which we, we're not we going to, we're not going to go. We're just checking. I just want to ask: Do you want to stay on your mother's trail? Things are time sensitive. Do you want to let that trail go cold? I don't have the answer. I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, it feels like you should throw a lure towards each. I feel like um, <clears throat> if my mom is working for for Thule, and it makes sense now that she is. I'd rather stop something else and then go see her then. Then risk going at them with their full strength and I don't know. Maybe one thing at a time. Maybe we can flush your mom out. Maybe. Maybe. I do get the impression she doesn't want to be there. You know, she keeps saying, run, run away from this. Don't, don't pursue it, don't pursue me. Where is she stuck? She might be. She might be trapped there. When, when, when Thule was trying to bring me over, 
it was like, if I gave in, I, I, she would have had me. It would have had me. It was close, you know? There's gotta be something then that she's holding all these people to stay with her, to fight. Yeah. In, in any case, though, I mean, calling grandma is not going to affect what we do next. No. We're just gathering information. Finding I out. I know. It's okay. It's okay. I know I can't do it. I know. Finding out if uh, she can get us back in time. Yeah, that's it. We're just right. in for information seeking. Fernie Bear Cub. Fernie, Fernie Bear Cub Banana. Oh my God. Do you have a nickname? That's how many that's words. One word. I know. I know. It's hyphenated. Just well, I mean, she says like Bear Cub Banana really quickly, like my little bear cub banana, you know. Okay. Yeah, Fernie, my board. little bear cub banana. Okay. Six no, it's easy. BCBs. Probably just say one. Okay. It's fine. You, you got, you're good at this. I'm gonna stop talking. Right. Now. I'm gonna try center myself. Okay. Hello, Fate Stitcher. Here with Fernie bear cub banana. She wants to come visit, desperately, on a time crunch. Can you get us back without the wibble wobbles? Hyphen? Yeah. <laughs> it's a last word, there's a last word. <laughs> wibble wobbles. <laughs> you know, when, when putting an ascending spell Beyond realms, it always uh -huh. feels a little bit like you're you're pushing through a thick bubble. Like there's there's resistance, and then it finds its way through, and then eventually, if it comes back, it kind of brings with it a bit of momentum. And when the message returns, it hits you like a gentle smack on the cheek. It's, oh. Well, it's nice to hear you, whoever you are. Please tell my little bear, banana baby, to come visit. I can help, always. Damn, she did it without using two words. Did you get anything? Did you hear her? Oh, I heard her. Oh, she's just. She sounds so warm. Oh, she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss her so bad. I miss her so bad. She says she wants to come help. She can. She wants you to come visit. She can help. Always. Oh, because she's. She is loyal. She will. If she <laughs> gives you her word, she will. She felt like, as she was saying it, she was like staring at me. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't see her eyes, but I could feel like she was staring at me. Oh, she, I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah, like yeah. crazy eyes that she yeah, has. Yeah. But she doesn't, she's like, you're, I'm gonna do it. Okay, yeah. wow. Wow. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, that's good, that's positive. That's one avenue open. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this tonight, right? She sounded really warm. Really, just the, the warmest in your head you hear, dear God, she sounded like fucking terrifying. <laughs> Really fucking scary. That's one option. Well, that's great. Yeah. 
So the others we were talking about was obviously Imogen's mom and then also Sir Windergoth. You've got options at your disposal. We also just landed in Eos. I mean, I know we're not in Eos anymore, but we just landed in Eos today, last night. Is there anything else in Eos that we needed to do or just find these fine folks? This is it. Like anything else at the well, university? We to ask about you. I mean, I, I had stuff Good to ask gosh. about, but I need to pick up Ashton. Oh! oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go back to Eos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Oh, no. Ashton, where are they? Oh my God, it's gonna take so much time. They're to probably catch them cleaning up. up at the casino. Mm. Got it in the system down at. Was there anything else we needed to do in Eos? Let me look at my to-do list. Find the Grim Verite. Abenalt Kai. When you open uh, me up, uh-huh. I look at the, the the woman and the doctor and the mm-hmm. yeah. Dr. Baron. Yep. I'm so sad. I, sorry we made you burn that scroll to to get over here. I feel like we ruined your like your bug out spot. Oh, it's, it's all right. It, to be honest, it was worth it just to find some more compatriots here with some capabilities beyond uh, our own. And it's nice to know that it worked, because there's always a moment where you're like, ah, if I do this incorrectly, I'm just going to be locked in the basement and slaughtered. Who, what? you if were you... hiding, who, who is trying to get you? Like, who are the, do we know, did we ask the this already? guards from Vassalheim, yeah. No, I know, but who brought them? Who sent them? Oh yeah, who was Who's the hunting you? Vasselheim. Just Vasselheim. Specifically, the high bearer and the high bearer. Which high bearer? From the plat. Oh, did you just <laughs> better remember something? <laughs> 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 roll D one hundred. Roll D one hundred. Those at the highest order, the platinum sanctuary, as well as the quadroads, um, specifically were. Interested in recovering what we had taken. Vasselheim is the birthplace of organized religion. But you didn't take it from Vasselheim, you took it from Eos, right? No, they took it from Oh, you took it from Vasselheim. We took it from Vasselheim. They've been chasing us ever since. They want their books back. And they want us, and anyone else who knows about it, probably also forgotten. Well, the reason I ask is if we go back, you're not, we're not going to back into your house, right? Because I think that's probably, I set off a lot of traps. It was very well protected, good job. Didn't hurt me that much, so demerits for that. But um, we also did see some of those, like, <laughs> judicators right. walking around. The judicators, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah they saw us. their attention. So in case they were clocking us or following us around, your, um, your house might be unavailable to you. That is good to know and very true. Uh, Rin, do you mind if we stay here for a bit, Ringos? Of course. I mean, you know, it's a bit stuffy at times for folks not used to the um, temperature. But uh, yes, I've got a couple of guest beds in the back. I'll throw something together for you. A lot of the furniture is burned, especially in that corner. Are you using the restroom? Just the river? Oh, no, I have an outhouse outside. Just oh! Make sure you don't draw any attention from any of the various, you know, fire drakes that hunt in this vicinity. Drakes? Could Niles, you know, walk people out to the bathroom if they. Yeah, Niles is great. Niles, would you walk him out? Niles just goes. <laughs> like, see, he's a doll. That's horrible, boy. 
No, but in all seriousness, and I, hmm, I know I can come off it flipping at times, but this is, there's a lot of terrible things coming to Exandria in the next few weeks. Not just this, not just what we're dealing with. This is a historical challenge worldwide for many different interests, good, bad, and in between. And while I've tried to keep an eye on a few, this seems to be at least my lot to focus on this round. So, it's brought us together. We'll see who else we can bring together as well to help, but... This is dangerous. This is... It is likely some of us won't make it through. Kind of looking over at the doctor and professor, looking across your droop here. Just know that where we step, sacrifices will happen. And we have to keep our eyes on the prize. Anyway. Oh. So. I know, I know. It's pep talk. I get pep talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we doing? Are we? Back to Eos, or? Back to Eos, whereabouts? Oh, we're not staying here overnight or anything? Oh, I mean, we, uh, I suppose we could. No, no, just I mean, to... it's hot, I mean. Well, I mean, what if Ashton comes looking for us? And... There's no time drift between here and home? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I think Ashton would they say they were running off to do a quick thing? Mm-hmm. I don't think we want to stay here eight hours. Okay. All right. Um, is the place you would send us back the basement or anywhere? I can send you to the basement, but you, know, you seem to be disinterested in that possibility. I can send you to just the outskirts of the city. I could send you to one of the bridges. I mean, I think the basement's okay for us. <laughs> Can you get us close to the Lake Cap Skyport Lounge Casino Tavern Inn and Circus? <laughs> basement suffices quite well. Yep. Let's do the basement. <laughs> well, there was circus no, before. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. All right. Well, it's been an odd pleasure. I'm sure we'll cross paths again very soon. If anything odd comes up, I'll reach out to one of you, I suppose. And if anything odd comes up on your end, you seem to have the capability to reach out to me as well. Yeah. Well, bells, elves. Let's make things weird. <sighs> as they go ahead and like carve this circle space in the air, you watch as the center, this like one slab of somewhat smoothed over, kind of porous volcanic rock begins to glow as a circle appears in the space. You kind of do. I'm fun, scary. Oh, that's me. She. she. <laughs> Time's ticking. You will step back <laughs> into the chamber, returning back to the basement from where you had previously absconded to this odd pocket plane. You'll, you'll light the darkened space beneath the subterranean basement. 
run out the basement, run up the stairs, and just check, make sure nobody's in the house. Okay. You run, you run out of the basement, run up the stairs, and just as you're halfway up the stairs, you hear. Oh shit! A heavy breaking and splintering of wood. Oh, fuck. Can I shut the false, the false, uh, the false wall to the stairs? Oh. You sh- close it back down. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's just hop down. That's right. We're trapped. They're gonna find us. They're trapped. That's okay. What the fuck are we gonna do? Wait, they're gonna wonder why the painting is in the sink. Why the painting in the sink? Fuck. This is unnatural. <laughs> You hear an odd voice, one you've never heard before go. And you show you had them here. Smell them. Then find them. And that's where we'll end today. Oh, oh no! no! Oh, that! We're being hunted in a basement! I don't. Do I smell? Do you smell? You said earlier you, you smell didn't. like oil. No, I know I cannot smell. Oh. What do I smell you like? You heard like them in here. Smell them and yeah. find them. Captain, there's a Modigliani in the kitchen sink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 boy. I have to wait a year to find out what happened? An entire year. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pick up from that wild series of uh, informational reveals and this little basement kill box here in 2023. Oh, my God. Oh man. Alrighty. Well. Fuck. Missy Tal, we'll see you. Oh, Let <laughs> me get that you back. Like the longest catch up phone call. I know, yeah, it really know. is. It's a lot of info. Um, but thank you for joining us. Happy holidays. We love you very much. And is it Thursday? Oh! oh see you in 2023! Thank you for listening to Critical Role. We hope you enjoyed that exciting adventure and want to come back for more. If you did, well then please leave a rating and review wherever you stream the Critical Role podcast network. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising and maybe your experience will encourage another listener our way. Well, see you next time. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.